Three, two, one, Matt. Matt. <laughs> James. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> That's the show intro. I was going to say, like, please include that. I just felt like doing it like that. I was going to. I was going to go Matt. <laughs> oh, that, but then decided not to. But James, you, you know why we do that, yeah? Yeah, I know why we do that. Okay. Yeah, it does serve a practical. Yeah, to actually <laughs> sing the audio. Just, we didn't know that that was what <laughs> yeah. we do. We just oh, do I it. Just yeah. thought, I just like start a every like conversation a... like that, you know. Just... Hey up! Welcome to the Computer Game Show. <laughs> I'm Sean Bell. With me this week is Matthew Murray. Good evening. James Farley. Hello, Sean. And David Turner. All right, you cunt. All right, that's offensive. Come on. that's. <laughs> I don't use that word that often, and I don't sound anything like that. So please rein it in. Um, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Computer Game Show. Uh, this week, we would like to give a massive thank you to our Patreon producers, Steve Garrett, Alan M. Nash, Aaron Patrick, Simon Nelson, and Anthony Oakenson. They all went full Nels. If you would like to go full Nels, then please go to patreon.com forward slash TCGS, where you can support us on Patreon, not just at the full Nels tier. There are other tiers there as well. And remember, we don't get enough money. We'll fucking stop. <laughs> we will stop. We will stop. Can I just don't put, let me say that can, again. Can I just point right? out something in the that's bothering me all of a sudden? Go on. In the uh, in the show notes, Anthony Okinson's name is in a twelve point font, whereas all the rest are in eleven. So I'm just going to change that now because uh, I feel like it looks like he's more important than well, the you others. You don't need to change it. I've changed it. It's Sean. done. It's done. No. Okay. All right. Fine. You, next time that you see something like that, yep. Send an email to Matt. Okay. He's the admin guy. <laughs> he, he does. He deals with all that stuff. You yeah. just. Give it to Matt and he does it. I don't want you wasting your time <laughs> correcting that sort of stuff, okay? All right. Your time's better spent elsewhere. Matt, don't let it happen again. <laughs> Should we get some feedback? Let's go. Uh, Amon Patrick has feedback on Stadia because that's out now. Um, oh, nice. Hi, all. Is it? Yeah. Well, come I've, on, barely, I've barely heard anything. That's the crazy thing. It's not like really? everyone's going, oh, I've got my, my Chrome. Are you joking? Um, I've heard loads of stuff about it. Really? It's mostly been negative stuff, but I've heard stuff. <laughs> where, where are you getting your information? Are you seeking this out, though, James? I know no, no, it's, how I'm much not, of a pervert I mean, you are. There's been, there's been a lot of... <laughs> James like, just Googling bad news yeah, no, about yeah. Stadia. Trousers <laughs> <laughs> around the ankles. <laughs> no, there, there has been like loads of people like just saying... Like people that have been testing it and then saying that they're getting bad feedback from people for saying it works, which is quite funny. Like people what? getting angry that it works. I quite like that. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. I saw someone um, on Twitter. I can't believe. I can't. I don't remember who it was, but someone on Twitter was like saying, "Why is it that I'm all I'm seeing is people that haven't used Stadia complaining about how bad Stadia is?" And yeah. I see the point. But also, the the examples he gave, I was kind of like, yeah, you don't need to play it to know that that's a bit <laughs> shit. Like one of the examples was, why would I get this when I could buy games cheaper on the hardware that I've already got? And I was like, yeah, no, that's a good point. <laughs> Go on. Sorry, carry yeah, on. So, uh, hi all, loving the show, and I agree mostly about the Stadia jibes, but as a user who is enjoying the limited amount of game time, 
Uh, I thought I would give some feedback as to why. Uh, first of all, full disclosure, cost to date. Uh, he's a Stadia founder, so that's £119. Okay. Um, he bought a Pixel 4, despite being an Apple fanboy. That's £829. Not needed. Not wow. needed, but, you know. <laughs> Grid <laughs> Ultimate, £74.99. Absolute <laughs> rip-off. But I haven't played the game. Ultimate. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Grid Ultimate, what's that? Grid. It's, it's the ultimate game, version right? of Grid, the game, the racing mm. game. Yeah. He's bought that on Stadia for how much? £74.99. Whoa, says it absolutely rip off, but I hadn't played the game and wanted something to test other than Destiny. The couldn't above he have, is couldn't not. He played, couldn't, oh, couldn't he have played one of the many Tomb Raider games? They're not cheaper. <laughs> They're only 10 quid. Yeah. I guess we'll try that Stadia exclusive 40 player race mode. Anyway, the above is not essential, but I thought uh, for me to get the most out of the service, I needed to see the full setup. I tested the following scenarios. Uh, Stadia on Chromecast Wired, played Destiny and Grid on this setup, and it truly blew my mind. Destiny ran like a dream. I was a tad disappointed to see loading screens, but overall impressed to see how responsive the setup was. Stadia on Chrome MacBook Pro Wireless. In my setup with a fancy mesh network, not going to lie, it ran like garbage. Might have to look at a better setup, but certainly not a great out-of-the-gate experience. Uh, Stadium mm. on the Pixel 4, obviously this £829 investment. Um, <laughs> well, as I can't uh, purchase the £15 claw accessory for love nor money, the clip from a controller to phone. I mean, there are, there are loads of them on Amazon for eight quid. Anyway. Additional prices, yeah. Uh, I can only set the phone against my lap and try to play the game at an odd angle. Not ideal, but a setup seems to work better than Chrome. Conclusion, Stadium seems built for people like me. I get less and less time to play games, so the idea that I don't need to wait for games to download to the console actually makes a lot of sense to me. Also, I travel a lot, so the idea of packing my Google Stadia controller and I have the opportunity to play a game or two while on the road is fantastic. Switch, baby. I know XCloud seems to be an overall better solution, can't argue with that logic, but that's not around info at this point. So for me, I would prefer to try a solution that gives me some game time. As soon as the phone set up work... Um, in theory, I may have the best solution for my personal needs. The setup isn't for everyone, but remember, it's only in beta at the moment. Exclamation mark. I do think xCloud needs a competitor to make the service work as amazing as we all want it to be, and Google is one of the only companies that can go toe-to-toe with Microsoft. So for me, I like the concept. I can't wait for the future. I just wish the costs to entry weren't so freaking high. I know I'm in a minority, but I think it's the start of something special, and that's Aaron. Patrick. Uh, Aaron, if you're enjoying it, mate, no one's taking the mick out of you. Right? We we think the service well. is weird. <laughs> is the best way of describing it from this end. Um, but no one's attacking the people that have actually got it and are enjoying it. I will say this, though. When I want to take a risk and sort of just test something out and see <laughs> see what's going on, I just pick a different sandwich on my lunch break and I go, oh, I've not tried that one yet. It might be shit and it might ruin the rest of my day, but it's, you know, should I, should not? I don't go out spending £1,500 on a <laughs> <laughs> Google Stadium setup. Um, sorry, do, if there's money, you can do what you want, can't you? you, can, you yeah, you, you... I, I suppose he can, Matt. Yes, I suppose he can, but it doesn't work for the gag. So, <laughs> so I'll ignore that. I'll shun that little fact that you've dropped there. I mean, shall um, I? Do I need to talk about the Stadia party, or should I save you that for what we Absolutely do. I think I should say that now because we've got. I mean, we've got a bit of Stadia feedback in the news, but not much. Um, so go on. Oh, hang on. James Look Boston. at James directing. Sorry, sorry, James just totally <laughs> cut out on mine. Yeah, good. I cut him off because he was trying to tell you what to do okay. on the show. <laughs> So yeah, for anyone who's missed it, um, so there's a group of guys just up the road from me, they have like a home office um, and they, like every Thursday they meet up in the evening and they play games. They have like all the, the PCs in the home office are like gaming PCs, so they, like, they play Call of Duty and stuff. Um, they sometimes invite me around. 
Um, and yeah, and what basically they've got Stadia and they were all like absolutely buzzing about it. Um, and yeah, so they, they had a bit of a Stadia gathering last week and I went along. Um, Tutting at everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bringing, like <laughs> pissing on their bonfire. <laughs> There's definitely an element of like, like they don't play like a huge amount of games. They pretty much just play Call of Duty and stuff and like the odd racing game and what have you. Um so like that, yeah. I don't know. Like the 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 fact that the two was the catalog was like relatively not outdated, but you know what I mean. It's all pretty standard stuff. Like to them, that was yeah. fine. Um, yeah, but hang on. There's no Call of Duty game on there though. There's no Call of Duty game on there. That's quite right. Um, so what did I have gone? So I played. Yeah, so I played a bit of Grid. Um, fine. Destiny Two was like I could notice the lag on it, um, but that I've put hundreds of hours into that game. Um, it wasn't. It, yeah, it and wasn't bad enough that I couldn't get used to, to it. Yeah, yeah, um, you'd be able to adjust, wouldn't you? Yeah. After a few um, hours of play, like it's the sort yeah. of thing you get used to. Yeah. So I mean, bearing in mind, so this, yeah, this home office, they've got like an eighty meg um, broadband connection. So um, it was fine. Like technically, it was actually really impressive. Like I wasn't spotting any like, and the, you know, playing it on a big TV as well. I wasn't like, oh well, yeah, but you can see like the video artifacts or whatever. You know, you couldn't really see the compression unless you like walked right up to it and and had a look. Um, so yeah, like technically really impressed. The controller's lovely as well. Um, like it's really nice to hold the buttons all really nice. The um, the triggers are really light. Um, like there was like barely any resistance on them at all. Um, but that's literally like the only thing I could complain about. Um, in, in terms of the pad, so it, it looks yeah. like it, it looks a bit more like a, a pro controller in terms yeah. of the weight overall and like the rubber. Is it more con- mm. more pro controller or more like Xbox pad? Uh, in terms of the weight of it, it was yeah weighty enough. Yeah, um, I can't actually. Now Did I think it feel about it. a bit subpar to the quality of the you know the the usual console controllers you get? No, not at all. Yeah, I've heard it's really great. Yeah, actually, it was, yeah, no, it was really there nice. Has, yeah, there has been that whole thing about how repairable it is. As in, oh, really? it's not. Yeah, there was that whole thing where they <laughs> as said in you it's can't... not repairable. What do you mean? <laughs> no, as in, as in you can't. You know, like with a PS4 controller or whatever, you can take it apart and you yeah. can, you know, do things with it. Apparently, you can't do that with this. It's like oh, really? almost impossible to oh, do anything okay. to to like repair it. Well, that's that's fine. But how many people are actually doing like taking it apart? Uh, apart Dave, and like, well, how depend, many times have you taken is, a PS4 controller apart, Dave? Me, loads yeah. of times. Right? How many times <laughs> have you done that? Well, exactly, that's my point. You're saying how many people are doing it. I'm saying, well, you've done it. Like, yeah, one, in, one in four, never, based off the current what I'm, sa- what I'm saying, James, is that I'm not rep- representative of a lot of people when it comes to that sort of stuff. I always take controllers apart and fuck about with them, but um, have you taken not many people part, actually sure. do that. Uh, what have I done? Yeah, I've replaced battery in my PS4 controller and I've fucked around with the Joy-Cons and stuff, yeah. Yeah, the Joy-Cons, you've completely yeah, dismantled mate. and stuff yeah, like so that. Yeah, so you've done that, I've done that, and Dave's done that. So, um, yeah, if, uh, if we've I've done also it. done that as well. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, we're, we've all done it. We're f- hold on. We are four very... like we- we're nerds, nerds man yeah. we're like proper we're deep in the hole you can't do that you can't you can't say that oh who else here has heard of peter molyneux well we all four of us have so that means 100 percent of the fucking has. world have done it i don't know where i pulled that name from but you know what i mean it's like yeah. it's, it's one of the most famous people on the planet and now what i'm saying is that i mean it's still even the pulling the pad apart thing if you do it within a year it voids your warranty anyway so um, yeah. I don't know why I defended them. It just seems a bit weird to have a go at them for that. <laughs> um, if you can have a go at them, there's plenty of other stuff, is what I'm saying, James. Pick um, your battles. But yeah, so overall, it like, 
yeah, the the tech was was fine. It it was a positive experience overall, but it was just like again, the but for me the library isn't interesting. The cost of the games is pretty steep. Um it was just yeah. I it, it was, Did, can, I ask, um, can I ask one thing? Have you guys been reading the the um the reviews and stuff about Stadia? Nah. I mean, like I've, I've seen like, and stuff. Yeah, I've like skimmed and I've got a general gist here. The tech works, but there's not much of service right now. Because I'm not 100% sure this is correct. I might have like misread this or whatever. But is it true that if you pay for the premium service, you're like one of the benefits of plan, paying for the premium service is 4K gaming, right? But mm. it doesn't actually at any point do 4K gaming. I think uh, you can right do, now, no. yeah. So you can do like fourteen forty p, but only at thirty frames a second or something. All right, and and it can yeah. upscale to four k, but it's rendering below that. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. See, what, wow, this is what I was surprised about because I thought, again, I thought one of the major selling points of this was this was like the ultimate high end PC, so you wouldn't yeah. have to buy a high end PC like ever. You could just use this. And it's not. And doing haven't that. people been saying like so? Like with Red Dead Two, it's clearly yeah. not running at full whack. It's like it's a PC in medium settings, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So that's, um, that's for that that's, to be like straight out the gate is not amazing, is it? Considering you know, well, like, especially when you're charging for a premium version of it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah, that's yeah. that's the sticking point for me. It's like, hey, yeah, well, if you want the really high end stuff, then you know, you'll have to pay monthly. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I guess. And then it's like, yeah, we're not fully, it's not top. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. probably better on your Xbox. But yeah. I mean, I, I've seen weird. just really mixed reviews of it. Like some people, like Matt said, it's like some people say, yeah, it, it works. Then other people are like posting like gifts and stuff of things clearly not working and stuff. It's just, yep. it does seem to be really varied depending on people's setups, I guess, which is what everyone kind well, of yeah, expected. Internet connection is such a yeah. massive thing, isn't it? But that, but that's the thing though, because Google, like they insisted that they'd fixed all that, you know, that it, that wasn't going to be a problem and that they, they had better tech and it was all going to be brilliant. But it turns out it's not really much better than like PlayStation now or whatever, really, you know, yeah. like for this stuff, which is, you know, a bit disappointing, I think. So okay. I, a brief aside, I also got accepted into the beta for the xCloud uh, game streaming app. Have um, you tried it yet? Yeah. Um, played a bit, well, basically just played a bit of Forza Horizon 4. It's a bit of a pain because it like you have to have a controller connected. Um, it says you have to have a, an Xbox One controller, but actually I just did it with a DualShock 4 and connected via Bluetooth and it was fine. Um, nice. And yeah, I mean, it's... To be honest, the only reason I haven't put a lot of time into it is just because it's on my phone and I've no like there's no games on there uh, that I'm yeah, like yeah. that I'm like oh great I can play that on a tiny screen instead of on the telly. Um, but like considering that a doesn't cost anything because it is actually a beta rather than hey you know pretending they're releasing it <laughs> yeah. when actually half the features aren't there. Um, and the library's just insane. It's just got shitloads of Game Pass stuff on there already. Um, oh really? Yeah. So it like it's already a better library than Stadia's, and it's not even officially out yet. See. Also, like what you say about that, like the kind of games you want to play, I mm. really feel that like certain games are definitely more suited to like remote play than others. Yeah, you know, like based, like I mean, I've been playing Shenmue Three. I played quite a lot of it on remote play, and it's been absolutely fine because yeah. it's not, you know, it's that sort of style of game. Whereas, mm. yeah, maybe Twitch like action stuff You're is not going to work. Well. How are you? What's your setup for that now, James? Are you playing well, it on your MacBook? Yeah, I was playing it on my MacBook, but I've also played it on my on my iPad as well because you can do because you can connect to DualShock to your iPad. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. So all that and it works absolutely fine. It's um, you know, you get occasional glitches and stuff, but it's generally absolutely fine. Yeah, I mean, so I'm cool. just, like just glancing at the list on the the X Cloud beta. So like Devil May Cry Five, 
probably probably not um but then like you know mutant year zero is on there and that's just that's a strategy game that would be absolutely fine um so yeah there's there's loads of stuff that'd be worth trying on it i mean it's in the same way that like you know certain games have always been more sort of suited to handheld and it's just you're going to get the same thing i think with the remote play stuff yeah yeah, yeah. you can do this on this but you probably wouldn't want to yeah so yeah (laughs) Cool. In, in right. terms of your Stadia stuff, uh, did any of them, or did you get a chance to play Guilt? Because that's the only game I'm like, well, what's that about? No, I, they, like, they, I, I like Tequila Works. But, uh, it, they bought like half the fucking games, but not that. Oh, it, it was all the, the stuff that they got. Well, this is the thing, because they, they, you know, they've got like um, uh, Metro Exodus. And like, and you know, I'd quit going that again. Very impressive. Like, it worked. Um, looks great. But I'm just sitting there thinking, like, this is on Game Pass. You've all got gaming PCs. You could yeah, have paid a quid. Yeah, and it looks gorgeous on and Xbox One X. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I'd, yeah. Great, yeah, great I haven't tech, seen any reviews. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen any reviews for Guilt, but I want to hear more. Hmm. I mean, that's just sort of gone with all that Stadia stuff, I guess. But I want because hmm. you know Tequila Works are a great studio. I want to hear more about that game, but yeah, yeah, haven't haven't seeked out a review. Yet. I'm not sure if if anyone's even reviewed it. Hmm. Cool. All right. So well, let's get back to the feedback then. So, uh, sorry, is next Thursday you going back for more Stadia or um, is that it? I think it was just one and done, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the same for them as well. Yeah. Um, Rogie, I wanted to comment on Mr. Turner's well-spoken rant on last week's pod regarding how gaming is viewed by some non-gamers. Just wanted right. to add my own spin uh, and pet peeve on this, which is gamers, yes, all of them, being accused of being antisocial. Having been listening <laughs> to the pod for nearly two years now, I have to say the TCGS group is one of the most social and welcoming groups I've, I've ever been a part of. Gaming it's saddest like- moments. Don't you worry about that. It's saddest moments. <laughs> Gaming like any other pastime has, has a huge mix of personalities within it. Just because I game, don't think I spend all my time on my own in a darkened room. Gaming can be brilliantly social. This weekend, I upgraded my game Xbox Game Pass to Ultimate for my son's Christmas present. Yes, I'm sticking to that. It's for him, not me. Saturday evening, we decided to see what this Rocket League thing is about and what a brilliant oh evening God. we had. So many laughs, groans, high fives and general hilarity. My son is 15 uh, and as you can appreciate getting a team teenager to be sociable can be a bit tricky uh, gaming together gives us a real bond that means we can connect rocket league will become part of our lives definitely even though i'm shit at it and is already pretty good which is annoying so well rounded mr turner we are a little bit more complex than the stereotypes and i'm proud to be a gamer keep up the great work yeah i mean uh there's the social side of it, it it's um yeah I've, I've never really understood that either but mm. you look at most of my close friends now i've met them all through gaming yeah, yeah. That sort of just sums it up. You know what I mean? It's like any um, any hobby. You, you, if you get into something, you will meet other yeah. people who are into the same thing, and it like any hobby can become sociable. And sure, we smell, um, but, <laughs> but that's just part and parcel of the group feeling you get from playing video games. <laughs> I mean, the smell thing is sort of real, right? Like when you go to expos and stuff, it comes out. It comes out the pads. They they <laughs> lace the pads with yeah, steroids that increase the body but odor. I, I bet Comic Con <laughs> doesn't smell much better. Oh no, absolutely. Oh, no, worse. Oh, worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's not a game of things. I don't know, just, sort of what we're basing that on, but it seems workshop, right. Shop, brother. <laughs> God, there's a, there's tears. There's tears. <laughs> there's a lot of tears. SMW not a spaceship on Twitter. The problem with Dave watching Star Wars is that now when a Star Wars game comes out, there's no one to call out the nerding. Yeah. I know, and you know, I'm. I I almost said that at the end of the the uh, the long section we did last week. I've been on the other side of it, and it is infuriating <laughs> because half of the stuff you're talking about you can't understand because you go you ain't got you don't care. Like even if 
it's people are saying this is the best game ever made, but it's a Star Wars game. You just it, first of all, you're instantly going to go, "Well, you're saying that because it's Star Wars and you're a Star <laughs> Wars fan." Secondly, you'll be going, "I've got zero interest in anything Star Wars, so I ain't going to play it." Um, and yeah, you just completely tune out. So I've been on the other side of it. I totally understand, and I'm sorry, but I'm here now, and this is it's <laughs> it is getting bad. I think as like well, it like, is. like it, yeah. If there's like one of us who isn't into something we're talking about, it it like as a as a host, it gives you that awareness of like, oh, I need to make the, I need to like say all this in English. Do you know what I mean? Like, I need yeah, to yeah, yeah. make sure it's not too. Uh, like it's not too much jargon and stuff, but yeah. So now we that's were gone. Banging Fuck on it. about Order sixty six and shit yeah, last mate. week. It's yes, better. mate. Um, <laughs> the, um, the the other thing that's that's not helped me recently as well is that Harry is fully blown, like just <laughs> fallen into the Star Wars thing, like crazy, <laughs> like crazy. He said, "What did he say to me the other day?" Um, oh, is that was it? Where's what's the planet that um, Ray's from? Uh, Jakku. J- Jakku. He said that to me the other day. He was like, <laughs> oh, "Oh, something about Jakku," and I was like, "Where do you even know that from?" Oh, it's in my Star Wars book because he's just been reading Star Wars stuff now. So <laughs> he knows, like, I'm terrible with planet names. Like, I've this game is the first time I've actually paid attention to what the planets are called, <laughs> and um, and it sort of drummed a few things home. Um, but it like Harry's just because he reads his like Star Wars books all the time. He just knows. Loads of stuff and she drops these little facts here and there. It's mental, <laughs> but that hasn't helped. But because he's been getting into it, I've also been getting into it, and mm-hmm. we've been playing the Star Wars games again. So I have really just fallen down the rabbit hole with it. It's uh, yeah, that must it's be really amazing though with Harry getting into it as well. It must be a great feeling. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's so much of that. I mean, I, I'm really lucky actually because you know he's a massive Millwall fan, mm-hmm. so we're always talking about the players and the results and all mm-hmm. that. So, so we got that. He's well into his gaming, so we're all over that. And now the Star Wars thing, we're both sort of into it and we're having lightsaber battles in the front room every morning and shit. It's <laughs> just also, great. The other thing that's brilliant about it is that you've come to this, uh, I think, like a really good time as well, mm. where there's like lots of good... There's there's a lot of stuff coming out all the time and there's like it's general great. interest. And also a lot of it's been pretty good quality as well, which mm. is nice. And it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has, yeah. Uh, is, yeah, uh, I know. I, but I don't know if I would have survived the nineties if, <laughs> if yeah. I ever watched those films. There, there was that a lot period, of but... good PC games during that time, but not yeah, much else. Yeah, it yeah. was uh, yeah. yeah, cool. Uh, Rafi, yeah, Rafi plays. No one seemed interested in my st- Stadia body parts offered in my email. Let me know Rubbish. if any of you want it when it eventually <laughs> arrives. Yeah, I can only apologise, Rafi. I was sort of waiting for James to jump in and say yes. But this is it. I think this is what it is, right? Because I saw that and I thought, oh, I'd really like to try that, but. In terms of the hierarchy of the show of who should get it, and I base that on who would have a more interesting discussion about it on the podcast, I'm below down on that list. Like <laughs> I, I am probably bottom of that list, to be quite honest with you. Um, so I just thought, okay, well, let one of the boys take it and you know they, they could try out Stadia and get their pick. If Matt got it, brilliant. Matt gets to well, talk yeah, about yeah. the thing I mean, that he's been like it, But now I was like, well, you know, it, it said James, so I was waiting for James to say yes or well, no. Well, James, then... James is another one because James is so sceptical about it. It'd be really interesting to get his point of view. And Sean's used to PC gaming, so mm. it'd be interesting to hear his view. Like, I'm way down on that list. But what happened? Did no one I just... I did. No, I did. I emailed him and he didn't reply. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Oof. You emailed him like a week later after, like, you know, <laughs> we're like, no, James, are you going to respond? It was a couple of days. Or? 
It was a couple of days later. I mean, I honestly, I'd forgotten all about it, like completely. He, tweet, he was the guy that tweeted in twice as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he tweeted in last God, week. Then emailed are again. Awful. <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting, James. I can only apologise on behalf of James, um, <laughs> but James has now got got in contact and he's going to get a buddy pass when it arrives. Um, so that'll be exciting to hear James's views. Reply, Matt. St- what? He hasn't replied. No, no, he tweeted us saying awesome because I tweeted him again Did just he? to apologise on your behalf. Did he? Oh, okay. Well, well okay, well done. <laughs> you absolute <laughs> monster. <laughs> well done. You monster. I didn't see that. Adam Capone. Also, uh, we had like a discussion last week about Game in a Decade and, you know, maybe we could do something about that. Who knows? But anyway, Adam Capone says, forget Game in a Decade. I have an amazing idea. A 24-hour live podcast for charity where you discuss best game of all time made available <laughs> what, what? afterwards to high-tier patron subscribers. 24-hour podcast. I mean, obviously, you've no. seen... 24-hour streams, but 24-hour podcast, can you imagine? <laughs> Absolutely not. I, I, I think I just replied to him, no. Like, I, I, that just sounds horrendous. You'd need to bring the big bucks if you want us to do that. Like, I'm being serious. I'm talking What's jeans. What's wrong with that? <laughs> talking a few K I for that one. I couldn't do that. A 24-hour podcast, like, on one, like, just a couple of games, Subject, what do you think's yeah. the best? It'll be awful. Fuck that. Yeah. Well, Fuck I'm, that. I'm sure we can deviate into, into other little topics. We're not but... doing it, Matt. Cammy Toman, uh, Sexy Games. Hi, gents. <laughs> Regarding your discussion about if games or video games are sexy, I thought I'd write in with the following points. One aspect of this discussion you didn't mention was the use of adventure games and visual novels to explore sexuality. Games like yeah, Lady Killer in a Bind, which focuses on several mm-hmm. kink and BDSM scenarios, yeah. will be very sexy for many people. Unfortunately, for due, to our, due to years of our expectations being nuked through the floor, mainstream game discussions on sexuality tend to focus on how absurdly embarrassing the whole thing can be. However, the indie oh, developers yeah. are using games as a tool to explore and express non-vanilla sexuality in ways that are really important to those who enjoy it. This isn't mm. a call out, just one vanilla hetero boy pointing out that games don't tend to make great uh, efforts to be sexy in a positive way towards us because it's not as if it's an untapped market. Cheers, lads. That's on Cammy Time, man. Who was making was weird noises point? when Matt was reading that out? That was James Farley. Really? What was I doing? You just like making, mm, yeah, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> you go. I don't think it so. was me, Sean. <laughs> Who's the most immature amongst us? Come on. <laughs> um, yeah, he's got a point. Um, that's something that, yeah, obviously we've we've sort of glossed over. But yeah, I mean, it's obviously it goes from like, yeah, sort of like sort of interesting, like so sort of BDSM stuff, I guess, but then all the way into like furry stuff, which is still... Uh, yeah, so but that's what, it. That, though, furries it? are one it's, of my remaining prejudices, I think. I've <laughs> I think in general we were just talking about mainstream gaming, you know, yeah. like sort of your AAA games and stuff like yeah. that. And yeah, yeah. Um, I s- still think there's some sexy stuff out there. I still think there is. I'm not commenting. No. <laughs> <laughs> You've already heard what you think, James. I mean, listen to us, Cammy. You sent us quite a a well um, put together email there about sexuality in video games and listen to us I was making silly noises throughout the whole thing we're now giggling it's perfect we're not the people to bring up the approach to this subject at all are we boobies go on Matt next one uh, Oliver Birch Gotti stuff gents it's time to get serious we're running out of time before a draft we happens are. for Gotti this year <laughs> I think what are we like 
two episodes away from the draft or something I crazy. I think we are. When's it? Well, oh. Let me work it out. Go on, you carry on reading. Okay, uh, as memory serves you right, only Matt has played Outer Wilds. I know you're all busy, and I know you nope. have some chunky games to get through, but failing to play this before draft is a major injustice. I need you to play it, and I need a full spoiler cast on the game. I know this is wild talk, but it's in my top five games of the century. I think we've all played it. Also, and for anyone else who hasn't played it, the more you know about it, the less impressive it is. So just jump in. Um, so I've played a fair good. bit of it, but I've still not finished it. Um, but I am going to finish it before Please the finish it, Sean. show. Yeah, don't worry. Please give it a I, I played it, bounced off it. If it was that good. Shame. I've also played it. I've also played it as well. What did you think? I'll save my opinions for the uh, game of the year. <laughs> good point. Good point. <laughs> well, it's got. It sounds like it's got two votes. Let's check <laughs> his achievements. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just to let you know, there's this show. Next show. And then the draft. Oh, Jesus. Shit. I'm there's not even a, kidding. I'm there's a lot of games to get through before then, then. So we're recording We're recording the 25th. Show comes out 27th. Next week, we record on the 2nd. Comes out on the 4th. Then, like, because we're recording the Chris, uh, the Gotti show on the 15th, right? Yeah, of James. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that means that the show we're recording on the 9th is the fucking draft, man. <laughs> Ouch. There's a, there's, a, there's a lot of games to get through still. Also, we haven't. <laughs> I haven't noticed much sort of buddying up this year. Like last year, it was insane. It was insane. There was like someone would say something, and then someone would blatantly go, "Yeah, no, I agree, actually." And I'm just <laughs> thinking, you are just trying to get a few votes in the Gotti show. I've not really noticed that this time. So this might be, uh, yeah, this could go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You see, it's interesting yeah. because I, the, yeah, the 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 game, like my current shortlist, and I, I think I already know who my allies are. For the, the games I'm going to play, no one. <laughs> Usually, um, yeah. So I'm going to nominate Fommel Flomp. It's a game <laughs> on the Nokia version. I would love it if, if there's another one of games like last year where Sean pulls it out of the bag and we all play it and we love it. it. I wouldn't. Good. I'm. T- I got a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that. Like last See, year, I'm, it was like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, plenty of time. I'm struggling well, to even just put together a list of four, to be honest. I'm you're finding fucking it really difficult. mental. No, no, you're there's, mental. There's, no, no, there's been good games, but there just hasn't been anything that has really. So here's what you need to really do. Really blow me away. Uh, let me give you a tip, right? Because this is what I've done. Any game that you think, yeah, that was alright, or above, mm. write down, and then rank them from best to worst, yeah. and then you'll find yourself with about eight games. And you'll have a top four, and then you'll have substitutes to slip in when you need it. Yeah. Um, and of course, we got our. Uh, no, we haven't mentioned this on the main show yet, have we? We haven't. Oh, we the, no, we haven't. Yeah, 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 go for it. No, should we do the rule change now or leave it to closer to the time? Le- leave it closer to the time. Okay. Okay. Anyway, also, there's a substantial okay. when, rule change, everyone. Strap when, in. When was Man of Medan out? <laughs> was, that, was that this year? Is that going to be in the list? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to end on Capone Adam again. Uh, whenever I write into you guys in the past, or whenever, I, whenever I, ha- I have wrote into you guys in the past, I've often wondered if I'm stepping over James's toes by mentioning something that he was planning to discuss in the news, and that my letter will disrupt <laughs> where a topical discussion yeah. is discussed on the show. Last week, my fears came true. I brought up Stadia, as did other people, and this really seemed to cause James great distress. <laughs> James clearly wanted to talk about it in the news section, where he would be allowed to go over his points in a specific orderly fashion. 
I'm now terrified to write into the show and offer an about topical gaming industry news. Maybe you can start a show with some news or at least placing it before correspondence. However, then you run the risk of reading our emails about points that you've exhausted yourselves into the news section. <laughs> I just can't got to see be up front. a solution <laughs> here other than putting listener correspondence in a separate Patreon special podcast. <laughs> no one wants that, Capone. <laughs> staying as it is. Uh, fe- Sorry, go on. Is, that, is he done? Is he done? Yeah, is his email done? Yes. Right, the feedback's got to be right at the start. Because I listen to podcasts that do feedback from last week's episode at the end of the current episode. And I just think, that's that's the most insane idea I've ever heard. It's so weird. You're like, we've just got through this one, and now you want us to go back and think about what happened last time. This is mental. (laughs) Um, So that's, that's at the start. Then news has to be next, I think. it's The only thing that I struggle with is that usually people like us to get straight into the games we've been playing and our opinions and stuff. But um, And I understand that, but I don't know. I think the form, I think the format works as it is at the moment. All right, Capone? And try and fuck with that, boy. Yeah, uh, that's it for feedback. It's at Computer Game Pod if you want to tweet us some feedback uh, in the week. Or you can email podcast at thecomputergameshow.com. Uh, just quickly, cool. just quickly before we move on, I'm not going to give anything away, but I'm looking at uh, James's achievements, and it makes for some interesting reading. Okay, which <laughs> which, which achievements? So you're talking about Xbox yeah, what, what or yeah. PS4? Yeah, his Xbox achievements. I never play on my Xbox, so you want to? Yeah, go but that's, the PS4 what, I, that's the what Outer Wilds is on, isn't it, James? It is. Yeah. No, it's on both now. What's oh, that? What what what's happened? Well, he's saying that I haven't played it very much, which is true. I, I, I that's, not, that's not what I was going to say at all. But <laughs> has he finished it? What are you doing, Sean? Come on. What? We, we had the discussion about what James thought of Outer Wilds, and I said, right, I'm going to check his achievements, and I have. And, it may, yeah, just saying it makes for some interesting well, call reading. call him on it, then. Uh, he's, he's barely, he hasn't got any achievements on it. He has got... Oh, well, I can't he's, I've barely played it. He's got loads of achievements on uh, Quantum Break. Six, <laughs> 695 points. Screen, Sean. What are you watching? Well, yeah, he but hasn't Quantum Break is shit, James. <laughs> and Outer Wilds is incredible. Achievement. Oh, sorry? That means what? Doesn't that mean that he's not left the... Home planet? No, I've left the home planet. I've, I can show you the video of it if you want. Don't you get yes. an achievement to leave the home planet? No, I, I, I can't remember. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, great. Um, this is already getting exciting. You know when I said that I couldn't see the way the Gotti was going this year? <laughs> <laughs> I think I can now. James Gorm. Okay, so we've got news, yeah? Is that, is that where we're going now? Presumably, yeah? Let's right. think, what has the format been since we started the show? <laughs> Because this I is, this we is doing... literally after yeah. I just said we will never change the format. Like oh, about, in the we're, we're doing like piece game of the year gotchas now. You know, like we've moved on to that or something. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I love to have all game of the year gotchas. Gotti <laughs> gotchas. Matt, sorry, Matt, uh, your game of the year gotcha, please for this oh, week. Oh yeah, um, Sean doesn't yeah. even like Disco Elysium. Next. Only played it for ten that. minutes. I was just. But everyone d- said it was that. good, so I was just. <laughs> Actually, Sean's now a PC. That's the bigger thing. Go on. Okay, so here's the news. Uh, the first bit we got is, I mean, this was a story that happened uh, just before we recorded last week, and mm. I didn't put it in, so I'm putting it in now. <laughs> and it's that Valve are working on Half-Life. Don't need to know that. Yeah. Well, they're working on a Half-Life Alex uh, for VR platforms. So Yeah, this was, so after we finished recording last week, it was about 10 minutes after we stopped recording, Sean put the news <laughs> in that group chat, and I just replied... Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but we've seen it now, haven't we? Seen we the have, trailer. Yeah. So, um, I mean, do, you want, do you want to know some details about it, about the game in general, and then we can... Yeah, go on, let's do the details, and then I want Matt's, Matt's opinion. Okay, so it's set between Half-Life and Half-Life 2, 
And you play as Alex Vance as she and her father are like mounting resistance against the Combine invasion. It's coming in March 2020 and it's compatible apparently with all PC related, well, PC related, PC based uh, VR headsets. Yeah. And it costs $60, $60, but if you've got a Valve Index, which costs a minimum of £919 <laughs> in the UK, you get it for free, uh, which is obviously nice. And, uh, Valve have said that it's the game's supposed to be based on like exploration, puzzles, combat, and story. So basically, Half Life then yeah. is, is the thing. That's not, that's that's not a fo- if you're focusing on four things, that's not a focus, is it? That's no. It's a it's a it's a wide focus. It's a, you know, but yeah. Do you, do you want to hear Gabe Newell's statement about it? Yeah, go on. Yeah. Okay, so he said, everyone at Valve is excited to be returning to the world of Half-Life. VR has energised us. We've invested a lot of ourselves in the technology, but we've also uh, game developers at heart, and to be devoting ourselves to a VR game this ambitious is just as exciting. For that to come in the form of Half-Life feels like the culmination of a lot of things we care about, truly. Uh, Truly great games, uh, cutting-edge technology, and open platforms. We can't wait for people to experience this. So, yeah, that's, that's the thing. Uh, Matt, so you are the person that's been calling out for Half-Life for as long as I've known you. Yeah. Um, what did you think? Uh, I think it looks fantastic. I um, I, uh, I obviously can't wait. Um, it looks like a sort of standard uh, first-person shooter for, uh, from the from the trailer we've seen, but I think it's going to be the combination of you know um, VR and sort of the, the, the control systems within that that's going to elevate it. I mean, they've always said previously that they weren't, it, it, they weren't going to do a Half Life until they had something that's going to be truly special, and I don't think. I mean, obviously Valve haven't really done much in the way of games for a long time now, really. So I don't see them just returning to do a Half Life game if it if they didn't feel like they had something really special. Obviously, with Valve Index and also even things like Oculus Quest, they're getting updates, um, particularly in Oculus Quest for for like finger tra- finger movement and like finger tracking. And I think there's going to be a lot of that. Obviously, a big focus of the uh, of the trailer was Alex's gloves, and uh, I guess we, I think, they're called gravity gloves. So a lot of the cool things you did with a gravity gun in Half Life Two, you're about to do with that. And I, I imagine that with a combination of uh, controls in VR is going to feel really special. Um, you know, it's a full Half Life game. It's not just like an FPS with some VR bits tacked on or stuff. Uh, it, it looks fantastic, and uh, God, I mean, I, I can't believe we're actually discussing the fact that there's a new Half Life game. I mean, like recently, but, 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 but hang on, that? none of us going to be able to play this. Oh, no, 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 because no. uh, you can play it on Quest. Oh, but you have to plug it into a PC, right? You can play it on Quest. So, so uh, earlier this year, they obviously Oculus Quest is out now, but they also mm. announced uh, at like one of Facebook's conferences in uh, September, October, uh, this Oculus Link, which is a cable, because obviously Oculus right. Quest is fully wireless, doesn't require a PC. Mm-hmm. But if you get its Oculus link cable that then turns that quest into a full oculus rift headset and can play all oculus standard oculus games so yeah so we'll buy the cable and then it'll work i mean i guess and also they announced at the same conference that quest is gonna get a massive update for like hand tracking finger tracking this and the other um but it it may well be the case i mean this my my suspicion is that valve index obviously is valve's like you know latest premium VR headset that that has got incredible controllers which I think are much more geared towards things like hand tracking mm-hmm. so and finger tracking so maybe that might be like the you know the best way to experience it but regardless even headsets like Oculus Quest will be our player's game and uh, I can't believe we're going to get a new Half-Life unbelievable it just mm. feels like we're not going to get a new Half-Life though, but, but, but they've said it's a full Half-Life game 
Yeah, but it's that not doesn't mean though, that it? it's a full no. life. They, they can never have done Half Life Three. I mean, this is a, this is like the you know this is. You a, say that now, but you've been saying for years I mean, that I, you wanted it. Obviously, I, I want it, but this is probably like you know, a way a way to get into it. And like yeah, they yeah. said, actually, that you know that they want they want to do other Half Life games. So we'll we'll see what this is about. I mean, Matt, well, we already Matt. had the bridge constructor one. Yeah, we've so, had you that. Know. Yeah, Matt. If they wanted to do other Half-Life games, there's nothing stopping them from doing other Half-Life games. It's not like Valve are strapped for cash. Like if they <laughs> wanted to, they could easily do that. They yeah, just yeah, and they said they to. want to. So great. I don't know. For me, it's a little bit disappointing simply because I've got no interest in playing this game in Haven't VR. you? None at all. No, absolutely. No, Matt. Standing there while head crabs jump up. I've got. <laughs> it's exactly what I hate about VR. You know. <sighs> Here's, here's my view on it. I'm, I'm not ragging on it because it's not my sort of thing. So it's not, you know, but I, it's I've a first got, person my opinion's shooter. kind of invalid. I, I right? thought you'd be, you know, with a focus on exploration, puzzles, combat and story. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> every time I've played a first person shooter in VR, it's been warp over there, warp over there, mm. shoot in this sort of like gun gallery. Someone throws something at you. Um, hold your arms out and twist the thing, and then that activates this key or whatever. And it's like, this isn't actually... It's impressive in some regards, but it isn't actually fun. When I think about when I'm using VR and I am genuinely thinking, this is fantastic, it's almost always social. So you're in a space with other people who are also in VR. Um, or it's something like Astrobot. And then when I look at Astrobot and the innovations that brought to VR, I was like, yes, a lot of it was gimmicky little VR things, but it worked really well and it was it was a great experience. Here, I was looking throughout that whole trailer, I was like, okay, with the shooting, I felt really it felt really good in super hot. Every puzzle that it showed looked very similar to what I played in Vader Immortal. Um, and there was nothing there that made me go, fuck this is why this is Half-Life. Mm. You know what I mean? See, This is why this has come into VR. When I saw this, you see, I, I kind of feel a little bit similar to you because I... See, I saw this and felt sad that it's not like a, a proper Half-Life game in the sense that it's not like a proper like sort of first-person shooter... You know, in the like in the Half Life vein, like from before. But because well, well, I I, I'm going to explain that because it it looks like a Half Life game, in... but it's in VR, which okay, means yeah, that yeah, it's yeah. Not... So, so it's not how it looks; it's how it controls. Is that it, the basically, yeah, because it's not. You see, the thing is, right? Is I played like Blood and Truth, for example, like on PSVR, which obviously is not anywhere going to be near the same kind of experience. But as David said, like one of the things which is always most annoying about stuff in VR is like the movement and like teleporting and stuff. And I know. That that this is going to have like room scale stuff to a degree, but you're still not going to be able to like, you know, to, to do movement in the same way as you would, you know, like as you can, like using a controller or but, whatever. But you, but you can, even like Farpoint did like full, like standard twin stick, like uh, FPS controls. Yeah, but you can't so like run forward, can you, and stuff like that. In, well, well, you could, well, but you, not very you far. You can, like a Farpoint, you know, I obviously talk like that game, but. You know, you can play it as a full FPS with standard, you know, strafing and all the usual control systems, and that was, that you, was yeah, no, you can you can do that, and you can do that in other VR games that I've played as well. But it makes you feel sick. It's not fun. Well, it like doesn't always it like make you feel sick. It didn't make me feel sick. I, but I, the fact is, I think that they will have full FPS control systems, but you'll have the ability to do stuff in VR as well. I mean, it, like even when I play Farpoint, I was like, this is an amazing experience. But imagine if someone, you know, uh, with all due respect, like 
amazing like studio like Bungie or, or in this case Valve did this but with you know a Halo or Half-Life or another another game like that or you know Gears maybe but again like- I know that I'm going to be you know either pushing forward on the stick and it's going to make me feel a little bit weird or you know th- I the the jumping things jumping at your face is just, uh, it's just nothing that I want to do. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. always like, an off. Headcrabs thing. jumped to your face in Half Life Two. Yeah, yeah but there's are. one thing where it's yeah. happening on a two D TV and it happens and you go a bit. Ugh. And there's another thing when it's three D jumping at your face. Yeah, I, I mean, mean I've played I, VR games where I, things are right I, in your I, fucking I face. I literally screamed out loud like when the first like all oh, those spider things jumped to me in Farpoint, and uh, but I, I mean. I'm, I'm pumped for this and yeah there will be full FPS controls I'm very excited to see I, I, I mean my belief for this is I just don't believe they would just put out like oh here's based on a first person shooter with the Half-Life name I feel like what's that would... based on? because that belief what's that well, based they, on? They, they have said in the past that they would only really do Half-Life stuff if they felt they could move things forward obviously well, like we've had like, fi- had like physics in the past <laughs> with like Half-Life 2 what was that James? I said like bridge constructor well you'd like that yeah um, but yeah I just feel like that you know, obviously the Half-Life name's got such a massive history. They know there's like pressure behind like releasing anything new Half-Life. I just don't feel like they would say, oh, okay, here's a so, stand, so that's fine. box so that's your belief. Issue. That's your belief. But was anything in that trailer that made you think, yeah, that's what they're doing? Um, it's it's clear that they're doing something massively different here, and that's why they're bringing Half Life back. I, I, well, I mean, no, because it looked like a standard FPS, but I feel like it's all about the controls, and I feel like that's the stuff you can't really communicate in a trailer about you know, about presence, about how it makes you feel, about how you connect with the environment in VR, how if it feels realistic or this and the other, and also that combined with you know the, with the story, uh, atmosphere. I mean, th- in terms of graphics, this looks really graphically impressive compared to other, say, VR FPSs, first-person shooters I've played. Um, yeah, like, well, yeah, it doesn't... You, yeah. yeah. You've, play, you've played PSVR and Quest stuff yeah. that hasn't been pre-rendered as a 2D trailer, right? Yeah. So, so it's um, always going to look better. Yeah, So, but, but, no, I mean, I, but I just think, you know, with... I mean, like I said, like, I liked Farpoint. That was extremely basic, extremely like linear game. And I kept thinking, if uh, something amazing, if like Amazing Studio has not a chance to work with VR, it could be something else. And I feel like Valve, Half Life, the things they mentioned, exploration, puzzles, combat, and story. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I feel like they would only put us out if they feel like they could do something really special. And uh, but you know, I, I, I guess I give them, giving them the benefit of the doubt because it's Valve and it's Half Life, but. Yeah, I can't wait to see what it's like. I'll be very, very Nicole, disappointed if it is just a standard shooter in VR, oh. but also Farpoint is basic and that was enjoyable, so at the very least it'd be enjoyable. Hopefully it's much, much more than that. I, I Ultimately, I hope it comes out in this fucking masterpiece, like, because, you know, it doesn't affect me. Um, I, I don't think that they would have bought out a normal first-person shooter in place of this, so it's not. I don't see it as that sort of thing. Um, I just... I think initially I was disappointed that I know that I was never going to play it because I've got no interest in playing a first-person shooter like this in VR. Um, and secondly, it's like people going like, Half-Life's back, yeah, look at it. And I'm kind of like, that's not representative of what I loved Half-Life for. Mm. Like Half-Life felt like a big revolutionary step, adding something new to a genre that I love. And this seems to be moving away from that. Yeah, but, but it, that's it, all based on a fucking trailer. I was so gonna say, like, if they truly innovate in like VR, then it will push things forward. But obviously, that there's a there's a niche here because VR. Isn't that's a massive... what I'm saying. They they should show that innovation up front. Yeah, they but... should go. This is why we're bringing Half Life back, and based on what we've seen, there's, you know, all I saw was people going, "Oh, the bit where she looks for the ammo on the shelf." 
Oscar. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Fine. Yeah, but if, if that, if that feels great with like great presence in VR, then that will be enough to. Mate, I'll be knocking the fucking things off my mantelpiece. <laughs> 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 it's hard enough playing poker. Of fucking punching the sofa and shit, trying to raise. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Well, it's, did they give it, is it any sort of release date? Uh, was March it March? Yeah, 20. It's, uh, yeah, it's March next year. Okay, yeah. so, so it'll be soon. We'll find out soon. Mm-hmm. Hope he doesn't get delayed. Yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> next story is I've got a Google Stadia story. Hey. Um, it's only a, like, a really brief one. It's basically that some users are complaining of what they're saying are extremely hot Chromecast Ultras. And so what this is, is people have been complaining on Reddit saying that their Chromecast Ultras have been like shutting down like mid-game without progress being saved or whatever. And then when they've then gone to like do a reboot, they found it's like really hot to touch. Uh, Google have responded. Um, this is what they said. They said, <laughs> there's no fucking problem, didn't they? <laughs> that, that's basically what they said. They said, uh, thanks for bringing this to our attention. Uh, we know uh, we uh, we know any sort of heat on a device can be worrisome, but we can confirm that there is no thermal overheating issues with the Chromecast Ultra. During- <laughs> <laughs> so basically, the, the, the response is no, it isn't. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's yeah, like during new, yeah. normal usage, the surface of the device may get warm to the touch, but this is working as designed. Uh, the team has done extensive testing on the hardware service and games. This includes tests of long stadia play and video sessions and have not seen thermal shutdown problems. So basically, that's fine. Um, <laughs> it's like what we were talking about the other week, Sean. Well, I don't have that problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I mean um, some of the responses have been... I mean, the one guy um, called Raltech, he just, just said, like, mine has not successfully run a game on the Chromecast longer than 10 minutes before it shuts down. Uh, somebody else said, uh, I want to point out that when it's working, Stadia works wonderfully and I want it to succeed. That said, you can't tell me that this problem doesn't exist when I clearly experienced it and other users are stating, <laughs> this is a Chromecast Ultra issue that predates Stadia. It's literally to the point where people have had to come up with their own homemade heat sinks. Like for wow. <laughs> so, that's, so that's interesting. But yeah, but Google's response basically been, nah, it's fine. It's absolutely <laughs> yeah, it's a fine. shit response, isn't it? I mean, yeah. all hardware has this problem. You know, Samsung's had it. God knows Samsung have had it. Um, you know, Matt had that problem with his with his Switch, didn't he? Exactly yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, all hardware has this sort of shit. Probably, mm. probably best to come out with a statement saying we advise anyone that is experiencing overheating with their, uh, you know, the. We believe that it's a small amount of people that might be affected by overheating issues. If you contact us, we will uh, issue a replacement. Uh, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go. Well, it's not loads of people, but if there, if yours is, is doing that, then it's broken and we'll replace it. End of. Yeah. Because the thing is, is I mean, they they produce like thousands and hundreds of thousands of these things, and you're always going to get a couple, yeah. aren't you, that yeah, have probably absolutely. got problems in manufacturing process. So yeah, that's probably all it is. But you know, yeah. it's the response is not great. The ones um, that are made on a Friday, mate. Everyone just wants to go home, get it done, <laughs> and we put them together. Fuck it, that'll do. We'll <laughs> go down a pub. They can make their own yeah. heat sinks. Anyway. Nerds. <laughs> um, then we've got... Okay, next story is Amazon are also reportedly going to do a game streaming service next year. Uh, yeah. Of course so, they are. They love it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, they, I'm they not love, surprised. Everyone's going to get into it. it. Yeah. I'm not surprised yeah. at all. It's, it's going to be interesting, is though, isn't it? Like, everyone fucking gets involved and who's going to still be standing in, like, what, five years? It's like a really bad battle royale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, Microsoft and Sony probably. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, apparently, according to this, I mean, they're expecting to. It's expected to launch by Christmas next year, and they've been hiring people away from Microsoft apparently to work on it. And it's supposed to be. It's going to like integrate with Twitch. Is like the yeah, idea. So I guess yeah. in the okay. same way that that uh, you know YouTube does with Stadia. And um, Do you reckon they tried to get Major Nels? <laughs> Do you reckon they tried? They approached him. Hey, Major. <laughs> Come on a minute. Do you want to hear a, Amazon? Do you want to hear a Michael Pactor quote? <laughs> oh yes. yes, please. I mean, this this is amazing. Actually, it's just said it, Michael Pactor predicted the service launch by the end of the year, adding the odds of them letting the Scarlet and PS5 launch without Amazon being there is zero. So he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's not taking many risks in that one, but it's. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, come on, Pat. So put you, you know, now you flag to the whatever. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, just quickly, on. speaking of Major Nelson, I was shocked. So I've been I've been listening to Gary's podcast, Making Games Is Fun, and he interviewed um, Alexis Trust uh, a couple of months back, and they were like, "Oh yeah, I, I wrote Major Nelson's blog for a bit." Doesn't doesn't write his own fucking blog? I mean, oh, I was just no. too big for that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I really I should have seen this coming, but. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't write his own blog. It's just whoever's working on the the social side of things. They just take it in also, turns. Also, if you're going to take a little bit of cash for a plug, <laughs> let me know <laughs> if I'm right, because that's got to be split four ways. <laughs> Fucking hell. Go yeah, on. I hope you got your 40 quid, Sean. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not Sean. surprised. This, I mean, obviously, Amazon have, have have their own engine. They bought Twitch. They bought they bought like a couple of studios. They've had people move to join the team. Amazon going to do this thing. Facebook, you know, like they're, they're all going to do it because because they've all got their they've all got sort of the data centers and this clearly feels like a movement that the industry is going towards so i'm not surprised but having said that i think they, amazon might have released one game potentially on their yeah. lumberyard engine which mm. which they got and they've developed um i'm not sure what that game was um, Isn't it, it was the grand tour wasn't it they did the driving oh, yeah. game oh yeah of course yeah tour. and <laughs> oh, yeah. that came when so what you gonna say it was Fortnite. <laughs> Have you heard of that one, <laughs> guys? Amazon Fortnite. Yeah. So and like you know, Lumberyard. Uh, Lumberyard. I, I don't really hear much about that. Um, obviously, nothing like Unreal and other things. I don't make it sound unfair because they've been around a lot longer. But uh, mm. I don't have much confidence. But I will say, you know, obviously they're going to give it a go. And but also like you know, and with Amazon Fire TVs and Amazon Fire Sticks and stuff like that, they've tried stuff in the past where they had a pad and. They had like a games initiative to a, a few years ago at one of the conferences, and nothing ever really came from it. Uh, so you know, I'm not surprised. And I, obviously, the Twitch integration is going to be interesting because you know, tw- Twitch is a, a big deal in gaming. So very interested to see what I do. But um, I think we're going to hear a lot more of these. I mean, this sort of thing, I'm surprised if Samsung gets involved and Apple, yeah. also, Apple Arcade. <laughs> but anyone big with say, like money next? and data centers, they're all going to get involved, aren't they? Who's It'd next? Be brilliant, though, wouldn't it? It'd be like Samsung with like Bixby Assistant. You know, like yeah, doing yeah. the whole yeah. thing. Imagine if Sega announced they were doing one. <laughs> How confident <laughs> yes. would you be? <laughs> the thing is, you're going you're to get like a whole ton of these. Like Matt said, you're going to have like Facebook, Amazon. They're all mm. going to have Tomb Raider and assorted Ubisoft games on them. <laughs> and that'll be it. JVC. <laughs> they'll be doing one soon. And then the Sonic, I mean, mate. It, 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 if Sega got involved, I mean, like, call it Streamcast, surely. Streamcast yes. 2. Nice. That's your cue. Next story. <laughs> <laughs> It was a good one, though. Okay. Uh, okay, so last one is Amy Hennig has joined Skydance Media uh, to create what have been called new story-focused experiences on emerging streaming platforms. So, yeah. I Walking guess that's... Dead on Stadia, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Coming, Tony, Tony. 
Um, yeah. Okay, fine. I'm glad she's finding work, and um, I hope she can put this whole eBay thing behind her. Hmm. It's it's that- weird, isn't it? How she seems to keep getting moved around at the moment, probably by her own volition. I'm not saying like people are kicking her out or whatever. It's just after she had such an amazing career, um, and then she worked on. So yeah, obviously she did Uncharted was the last thing she did that actually came out, right? Um, yeah. And then from that was doing the the Star Wars game. With EA yep, yep, that got right. binned, yep. and then she was working somewhere else, and now she's working here. Um, I'm surprised Microsoft haven't yeah. put her on a project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really surprised, actually, because yeah. she's got such a high reputation, yeah. and people follow her name. Uh, it makes headlines when she gets work, so yeah. I'm surprised Microsoft haven't uh, tried to... And maybe they have, who knows, mm. but uh, yeah, no. It's, uh, but this yeah, is, I mean, she's 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 a, a she's president, so it's not, it's, uh, it feels like she's more overseeing. It's not like she's even there probably making the things but um mm. no, no no of course not ma- but ma- she's, maybe she's like, you know. sort of beyond the now but she'll rather like direct teams to to do what she's done in the past but yeah, it, is, it is strange and a shame that she hasn't she's not actually working in and doing the stuff like she has been in the past and the last few years have obviously haven't hasn't been great for her since 2014 when she joined ea mm. but um yeah. you're totally right dave i can't believe that microsoft didn't say yeah go on but we want strong single player narrative experiences on, on yeah, our platform yeah. Yeah. Do, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. here's a check do what you want yeah, because but like, uh-huh. yeah, like obviously because you know Uncharted and to a lesser extent the Legacy of Kane games like that. Yeah, like you say that that sort of story focused single player thing has been very much Sony's thing for a long time. Um, so yeah, if Microsoft had, had got her over and just went, look, do an Uncharted <laughs> or or a Last of Us, you know, something something in that. So she That'd was Legacy of Kane, did she? Uh, she did, yeah. Oh yeah, I mean that, that that's a franchise that's sort of ripe for bringing back. I mean, maybe yeah, people have been people crying for it for years. haven't heard of it or aren't bothered, but like that, that yeah. was massive, you know, in the yeah. day. Like, imagine like okay, Marks of saying Lexi's Kane, Lexi Kane's coming back. He, you know, um, Hennig's involved. It'll be mm. be big on it, big stuff. I'm trying but... to think who even so be Square Enix now owns it, right? Because it was IDOS. So I yeah, think, oh, it's interactive. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, no, that'd be cool. Well, because they were going to bring Legacy came back with that. Um, yeah, it's been rumoured, and the then past. it was yeah, and they made quite a bit of it, and then it got binned. Um, but yeah, uh, because so this is uh, who she's working for now. It's a film company, isn't it? But actually, they're getting into yeah, yeah, because they they were the ones that took on because they own don't they own like Walking Dead like the properties or whatever for it like the whole thing isn't and that's that why they... um, no that's. Yeah, Skybound. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm getting confused. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they made Mission Impossible Fallout and the new Terminator. Oh dear. Mm. Okay. So, have you seen it, Sean? I haven't. No, I've just heard not amazing things. I mean, the Mission Impossible films are all brilliant. Yeah, um, they're amazing. But um, yeah, I haven't seen Terminator. It was you looked fine. in. You looked into that, didn't you? After we spoke about it last week, Jane. What was that? The new Terminator game. I've, no, I've not. I've not the game, uh, the, the film I've seen, but I've not seen the. Oh, end, really? Seen. Yeah. Oh, what's the film like? Uh, it's all right, but it's. <laughs> um, I mean, people say it's the best of the ones that came after one and two, but I mean that's a very low bar, like generally, and it's 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 okay, but it's not not that great. Hmm. But there you go. Okay. Right, are we done with the news. That's it. Yeah, that's all I got. Well, I'm very excited this week, so let's get straight into it, James. How long's it been? It's been 18 years, Dave. <laughs> 18 years of wondering what the fuck happened to Landy. Yeah. Um, and the I, floating sword. I'm yeah. very excited, and I should say up front, um, uh, I will be streaming this this week. 
I don't know when. Like Matt, you know. He what gets you saying? I should mention the name of the game. I'm just building up to it, Matt. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> Let's build it up to it. I will be streaming Shenmue through this week. <laughs> Very excited, and that is a massive thank you um, to Mark at MF Gamers. I don't. Do you remember the name MF Gamers, guys? I do. It sounds so, familiar. Yes, because they were like massive supporters. It's a forum. They were massive supporters of us on Joypod, and um, and then that's followed through to TCGS. There's a few people talking about us over on that forum, and I've always like checked in on there, and because uh, you know it was great when we broke into because we were primarily a Rollmuck forum podcast and then we broke onto these other forums and seeing someone else and MF Gamers were one of the first to pick up on Joypod and stuff so uh, and Mark from there has, uh, has, has sent me um, a copy of the game and I will be streaming that this week I'm very excited and I've only just completed Shenmue 2 so God knows what's going through your game can you explain that before you get into it James yeah what is going through your game as you are downloading it and booting it up for the first time do you mean what was going through my mind? Yeah. What did I say? What was going through your said, game? Yeah. What was going through your game, James? <laughs> what was going through that game of yours? Well, you see, um, when I when I downloaded it, I mean, I tweeted. I was just like, I I can't believe I'm downloading this game right right now. Like, <laughs> like but just... were you really doing that? Would, like, no, no, you, honestly, was that because, really... honestly, because the thing is, is I haven't. Okay, so I backed it when the whole Kickstarter thing happened, but then I unsubscribed from the emails yeah, that you get, because I know they were sending them out like every five <laughs> seconds or whatever about what was going on. <laughs> were they really? Like throughout development, yeah, they were just like, there was constant noise. And I've also avoided pretty much all the trailers as well. Like I've only seen like a couple of them, you know, like when we talked about them when they first came out and we were like, oh, that looks a bit ropey or whatever. Yeah. But in general, I tried to avoid everything because I just wanted to go into it without having kind of preconceptions as to what the game was going to be. So I was very excited um, actually to download it. Um, yeah, and it, it's funny because there's been so many games that have come out recently as well. I've got like three other like massive games that I've given up now to play this because you know I, I just haven't got time you know to play all of them at the same time. So I, I wanted to get straight into this, and it's weird because I downloaded it and. I didn't actually play it for a couple of days because I just looked at it and kept on seeing it there and just thinking I should start that, but I don't feel like I really want to for some reason. I, I don't know what that was about, but um, I ended up starting it, I think it was on Thursday or Friday, and then I played it over most of this weekend as well. I think I played probably totally about six to eight hours of it, and I mean, I want to get it out of the way from the outset and just say, I mean, I love it. Like I really, yeah, I I really love it actually. Is it Shenmue? Right, because one of the I'll, I'll share this up front, right? Mm. But one of the things that's blown my mind is how many people are saying, "Oh, it's just like Shenmue One and Two. Yeah, and I'm going. Uh, Which, I found though, yeah. those two games so wildly horrifically different <laughs> mm-hmm. that I cannot believe people are bundling to me, them together and say, "Oh, if you like, you should really try out Shenmue One and Two. No, try one, right? Really good. When you get to the end of that, read about Shenmue 2, mm. and then we'll see where we go from that. Is this Shenmue 1 or 2? Um, can I answer that when I've got through all this stuff? Because Just it's... give me a heads up. Um, in some no way... is the answer to your question. <laughs> in some ways, I feel it's more like 2, to be honest. In oh, in some ways, no, no, no. But let me. I need to qualify a lot of this. All right, let's do it. Let's okay. do it. Let's go through your notes. So first of all, I mean, can I? I can I just set the scene because I mean, it starts with Rio. Oh Shemar. god, it's happening like this. God, <laughs> this is going to be. Cr- Watch out, listeners. This is going to be cringe worthy. Go. 
Well, do you want me to do, Dave? Do you want me to, do you want me to read, read it out? No, I'll read you to read it out word for word now. No, I was just, I was just going to say, I was just going to say, like, where the game starts. And it starts with Rio and Shenapar, like, leaving the cave after they found that that floating sword. Like, I mean, you you did up to that bit, you know, like, at the end of, of Shenmue 2. And yeah, I love the fact that it just picks up straight from there. That's great. But then it's really weird because the floating sword thing, never mentioned. They, they never mentioned that at all. <laughs> and and it, it's really weird also because... This is the thing that was strange because I put it on and Chen was sitting there and I said, "Look at that!" and she was like, "Yeah, it looks all right." And she'd seen your like your stream, like the end of your stream, and I said to her, "I was like, what you can see in this game here is how in my mind Shenmue Two looked, and it's like there's like this huge like jarring like disconnect because it really does look quite good with that, but it's odd because they come out of this cave, they start walking down towards this village, and they have this conversation, and it's exactly like the conversations from one and two in the sense that it's really jarring there's all these like weird jump cuts as well when they're talking like they'll be talking and then suddenly it will like fade to black and then it will just go to a different camera angle and then they'll start talking again and all the conversations are really stilted and a bit kind of odd and you know that maybe isn't so good but yeah I still was, I mean, that was the point where I was like, oh, this is, this really is like a continuation. It's like really like exactly the same as what had come before. So the whole point at the beginning of the game seems to be that you're trying to find Shenhua's father, who is a stonemason. And it's all related to the involvement with the Phoenix Mirror. So like he was involved in like, uh, like chiseling like stuff, you know, for that. And he's disappeared. And so have a bunch of other stonemasons as well around the village. So you have to explore this village and then try and figure out what has happened to all these stonemasons. That's where I'm up to at the moment. And it each day, like, it's quite a lot like Shemu One in the sense that it involves like investigating by going around talking to the villagers and like unpicking clues and then sort of like, you know, having to find like where is this person, like who was he talking to? You find like one part you find like a photograph and you've got to like figure out who the people are in the photographs and stuff. And it's I mean, it's incredibly like slow paced. Like really, really slow paced. And it really sort of shows the difference between Shem like Shin Shemu and like Yakuza. Because this is much more of like a detective game than an action game. Like much, much more so. And more so in this sense, I feel it's more like um Shemu One, like really. Because right. it was much more like that in that, wasn't it? Like 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 finding like clues and stuff like that and then picking things together, would you say? Sort of, yeah, but it was more kind of like, here is the clue, mm. and someone will tell you what that clue is, and then tell you where to go, and then you go to that place, and there's the other clue, and then you just, you know what I mean? It wasn't really, you were trying to work out a puzzle, it was just yeah. more like, go here, and there's a clue, go there, and there's a clue. It was yeah, a and bit... it's, exact, it's exactly like that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's, cool. It's, it's really exactly like that. <laughs> it's It's not at all complicated and the but the thing is is like the story progresses like very slowly like and very slightly every day like sometimes not even at all because part of the other reason that you're spending time in this village is that you're trying to improve yourself and like what i mean by that is that you have to like you spend time like practicing like martial arts like earning money like you do this like chopping wood mini game and stuff and there's also <laughs> like the usual it is quite fun though uh, i actually quite enjoyed that it's it's pretty good although you don't earn a lot of cash from it and but there's also like you play like arcade games and they're they're terrible actually this time around and there's also like gambling that you can do the martial arts side of the thing is is odd because i think mean, capone like tweeted that this like a picture of it where it just says like the first time you do it it pops up and it just says press these buttons to fight and it's just like okay so what do i do they just mash these buttons and then that's it and like the fight the fighting in like at the start i need to say in the beginning the fighting at the start <laughs> feels like really 
like clunky and horrible. Like I really hated it. It it, it felt nothing like even like Virtual Fighter or anything like that. It just felt really sort of like clunky, really sort of uh, sort of stilted and not, you know, not very fun. But then it has the same system whereby you find like the skill books and then you have to spend time like update like upgrading your character by doing sparring with other people. And this is what I'm quite enjoying about this because although the story doesn't progress very much, you spend time like walking around the village, you spend time talking with people and you do sort of build relationships with others as well. Although it's a bit more like Sh- like Shenmue 2 in the sense that the relationships, the, the conversations you have with other people are all contextual based on whatever Ryo is looking for at that moment. That sucks. Mm. Yeah, and so often it's like you just talk to them and whatever he's... There's no dialogue options, obviously. So most of the things are like, oh, I'm looking for, you know, this, like, uh, you know, this, this like, uh, I don't know, like location or something. And every single person he asks, he'll just ask the same question. And that has disappointed me because I was really hoping that you'd be able to... Because I'm pretty certain like in Shenmue, like the first one, there are more different dialogue options, yeah. Oh not, my God, no, there's not know, options as such, but, it, but you can go up to someone and they'll tell you a story about yeah. something that's going on and then you can go and see it play out. Yeah, you know you, what I mean? Like you see someone complaining about someone, then you see that person yeah. and... You know, that becomes a thing and um, you go back later. Like one of the best things to do was to, oh, I've spoken to that character three or four times. Let's see if that story they were telling me about has progressed in any way. And, you know, half the time it had. And that was what I liked about it. You get that a little in this at the start, but then it becomes super focused. Like from like from most of the people I've talked to, it's always just contextual based on whatever you're looking for. Which I found I found that disappointing because then for that reason I don't feel like I'm like building a massive relationship with people here. It's like they still they the way that they talk to you changes over time. Like they become more friendly the more that you spend, the more that you talk with them and everything. But in general, it is still just focused, and that that is disappointing. And I guess that is also part of the nature of what this game is, in the sense of like this is a like kickstarted game where I'm making excuses here, but you know where it's like it's they've got to do it like super focused, you know, to like get through you ah, know, whatever. Come on, you know. nah, that is excuses. Well, yeah, yeah well, obviously, there's but, been yeah. games been made with far less money by far fewer people that yeah. have explored like more personal but then relationships also you do have like contextual stuff that happens whereby like you can walk past someone and it will like flash up with like this sort of like yellow symbol which means that basically they're going to give you like some sort of extra like quest or something like some extra like thing to do like there was this one where this guy like this is it's often around kids like this kid wants a football so you've got to like try and find where you can get a football from and things like that so there are like little things like that you can do where you can sort of like does it have a quest log to keep track yes. of that stuff yeah yeah yeah. it's it's still got the notebook you know which the mo- notebook's like pretty much the same it's just that it's got maps and stuff like that it's a bit more detailed. that's not very Shenmue though is it really like a quest log like no, that no no well no because what it is is it comes up and it's just like it will just say things like oh this kid's looking for a football or whatever and then it's okay. 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 There's not a list of like get football for no, no, boy no, 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 no. in. No, right, it's okay. it's written like in in note form. You know, like in the similar sort of way. So it does it does work. It's it's kind of okay. But I mean, as I said, the martial arts side is the thing that I'm enjoying the most because you do feel like Rio's power is increasing because as you start to go through the story, you come up against people who like you can't really beat. Like it takes like where and you do start to realize, okay, I do actually need to spend some time here like strengthening that like, strengthening him and like you know doing like exercises and stuff i mean you know that picture i i posted the other day of like my son like copying him like doing <laughs> yeah. the horse stance and things yeah, that like great. that it's like yeah you you do you have to do like a lot of things like that and it is repetitive and it is like 
not I, it's one of those things where it's like on the surface of it you look at it and you think this isn't fun like this is just you know i'm just sitting here tapping um, a button you know and doing it but then on the other hand it's part of the atmosphere of this character and what you're trying to do like you you're trying to make him better and that's that's like part of the point of it and yeah. <sighs> go on I'm not sure I'm on board. With no, that. no, you're 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 going to hate it, Dave. I'm absolutely certain you're going to hate it. But um, <laughs> also, I mean, the thing is though, is that like each in-game day that you, I've woken up, it's like you then have to like figure out how you're going to spend your day, and that's when you're like waking up and thinking, okay, today I'm going to like I've got to go back to this place and fight these bandits, but I'm not strong enough yet. I also need some cash, so I'm going to go and chop some wood. Then after that, I'm going to do some like exercises and then do some sparring with someone, and uh, you know, then maybe go and play some arcade games or whatever. And it's it's that kind of like it's very very slow paced to the point of. I'm just existing in this world. Actually, I'm not really having much of an impact on it until I decide that I'm going to. Um, like after I've you know feel that I'm strong enough. And but what's the point in existing in a world if you're not having that the various different relations building? Well, because you are to a degree because you're building a relationship with Shenhua as well. Because every day um, after you finish like whatever you're doing, you go back and you have conversation with her, and the conversation <laughs> you have conversation with her. Well, no, you <laughs> sorry, that just sounds weird. Well, no, and it's also weird because it does that like Rio creepy thing. You know, like how he like hovers behind people and stuff. Yeah, gotcha. and it's like it does that quite a lot, which is a bit. I weird. mean, he's a creepy motherfucker. Oh, I, he is, I, yeah. I, did, did I, I told you, Sean, right, mm. that there's this uh, female martial arts expert lets you stay in her house. I don't think you did mention and, this. No, go on. And she goes to sleep. They they share a room. He mm. walks in and instantly instantly thinks they're sharing a bed. And she goes, no, you're in that little side bed over there. And then there's a shot of him just watching her sleep. <laughs> just like... Fucking hell. Just laying on his side, eyes wide open, just watching her sleep. Jesus. It's, uh, yeah. Yep, yep, so yep, I presume yep, have, they weird. haven't updated that then for... No, no that's particularly. the same. It's, although, no, actually, because you're staying in the same house, like in Shenhua's house, and like if you try and go in her bedroom, he's like, nope, that's her bedroom, I'm not going in there. And so maybe he's learned some rules. Or something, yeah, it's a step you know. forward. Sounds yeah. like progression. <laughs> so, but like every day you go back and then you you talk with her about like the progression of what's going on, like how how closer you are to finding where her dad's gone. But then also they start to like open up to each other about their life experience and the things they've done and like you know where he comes from and uh, you know like her experience like living in this like small village and stuff. And it's quite nice. It's it's quite like you do feel like you're building a rapport. Also because then when you go back into the village to talk with other people, they like react if she's with you or if she's not with you and there's one guy who's clearly really jealous of you and has a thing for her because he's he's really hostile like a lot of the time and like whenever you like bring anything up to do with her he gets like really like up you know, uptight about it it's um which is which is pretty interesting i'm quite enjoying that <laughs> you sounded um unhealthily angry at the guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's really bitter and he's, he sucks he sucks um but then, yeah, I mean, it's weird uh, reading the stuff that I've read about this game and going by what you're saying. There's part of me that sort of finds it really, um, like, I think the best possible thing they could have done with this game was to really roll it back to, like, in terms of gameplay, in terms of what you're doing to keep the core. Um, values of the uh, original Shenmue's, right? Mm -hmm. There's part of me that thinks that's actually the best way they could have possibly done it. Because if they'd tried new things and failed, it would have pissed off the fans of the Shenmue series and it would have been laughable to the broader game uh, gaming press uh, or gaming community, if you want to call it that. 
I don't want to call it that, but that's that's what I went with. Um, it if the the fact that they've rolled it back to play just as those games did um, makes me think actually, well, that's quite smart because those that love the original games will quite like that nostalgia here. Yeah, and those that um, don't like that stuff would never have pl- probably weren't interested in this game in the first place. So they are appealing to their. Um, their fans, but then there is part of me that also goes, no wait, they really should have expanded, taken the core values and expanded on them in a in a 2019 way. Mm. You know, taken that the 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 excitement of walking around a, you know, you're not necessarily always a fish out of water, but walking around a town that feels like it's busy, but expanding upon that and having that sort of sense of community in this small area that you're experiencing rather than it just being a point and click adventure where Mm -hmm. literally every NPC around you is there for you and your adventure. It don't really work. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I can kind of understand why they've done it. I I guess I'm not totally disappointed that they haven't uh, looked into sort of modernizing the game to some extent. And I use that term, um, cautiously, because I know that people would be dead, dead against that. But there are aspects of those Shenmue games that could be modif- modifiable, uh, modernized, but still felt like they were um, that they were uh, in touch with those core values of those games. And it's mm-hmm. a little bit disappointing to to hear that they haven't really done that. See, it's what you say because I mean, this playing this game has made me feel like I'm in my early twenties again. And which because it really does just feel like nostalgia, like in terms of it's they there's so many things they could have like done actually. I think like as you say to improve it. In, I mean even simple things like like you can't skip any dialogue at all in this. Like you can't like skip through things. You have to listen. Oh, you can do that in Shenmue too. You can't in this. It's um you you have to sit here and like go through like whatever they're saying. You you can skip some cutscenes by holding down the circle button, but in general, you whenever they're like talking, you have to sit there and listen to it. And it's part. I mean, that's fine because it's part of the sort of the slower pace and everything. But also, there is a lot of repeated dialogue as well for things, especially like when you're talking. Oh, that sucks, man. Yeah, yeah when which, you go back and talk to someone. Yeah, can you which, uh, can yeah. you can you pause cutscenes? Uh, I don't know actually. I've not tried that. Um, because actually there hasn't been that many cutscenes to be honest. Like from what I've played so far, it's been mostly just you know like conversations with people. And yeah, it also... the original ones didn't have crazy cutscenes no. in them, did they? And it's also the cutscenes, like the, the the dialogue scenes, are really weird because they still do that whole thing. As I said at the beginning, of like they you know cut between things and like suddenly a black screen, and you think okay that's over, and then it's just them talking again, but from a different angle. And <laughs> it's like that's really odd. And I mean the other thing that's really odd about it is the music because the music you see that's one of the things that I always enjoyed the most about Shenmue, and I still listen to the soundtrack. I've been listening to it for what eighteen years now, or whatever, and I love it. I think it's fantastic. And this this one, it's mostly like remix stuff from the original soundtrack but then what they do is really odd because it it's like you'll be walking around the village and there'll be some music playing and then eventually it will get to the end of the track like clearly and then there'll be just silence for about i don't know 10 <laughs> seconds or so and then it will just start up again and you're just like that's really odd like normally like in the other games they never did that it was always like on a loop or whatever but not an obvious loop but in this it's just and then also you can be like moving from one area to another and then it will suddenly start up and you're like oh okay i'm in this bit again now it's just it's odd it's like really jarring like the way that the way that happens i mean there's also a bunch of other things that are 
Make that in the at the start made this uh, <laughs> <laughs> at the start made this difficult for me as well because the thing is right is as with the Yakuza games like Shemu and like Shemu one and two I like as I said I've enjoyed existing in the world but it's a world this like the world of Shemu and Shemu uh, like one and two like I feel like I've kind of moved on from those first two games and they they were games that sort of inspired me to want to study China and all that kind of stuff that I did before. And yeah. the thing is, is that Hong Kong, like in Shenmue 2, was never particularly accurate in Shenmue 2. But I said to Sean, I think I said, I said to all of you like earlier on, it's like this depiction of China is like on an entirely other level because mm. I have to keep in my mind all the time now that this is fantasy China. This is not, <laughs> this is nothing like China was in the 1980s, like mm-hmm. at all. Like there's, there's no way that there's any, you can say that this is like a historically like accurate like depiction, which I still find odd because I always thought that one of the things about the first game in particular was this idea of like trying to model life, you know, like trying yeah. to show what this was. And this is absolutely not. I mean, I mean, I, I've only played Shenmue One, but it's not. It's not glamorous, is it? It's not like no, <laughs> you know, like exactly. pretty, pretty much every game set in Japan is like, whoa, look, it's Tokyo. It's that big crossing in the middle of Tokyo that you've seen and everything, and eh, it's all amazing. Whereas, yeah, whereas Shenmue is very much like here is a little suburb uh, with yeah, some shops. Here is a, like, a mundane <laughs> yeah. like suburb. You know, it's yeah. quite grey. It's quite boring. Yeah, but, yeah, you know, it's like yeah. there's still a, a community here, mm-hmm. and. The thing with this is, I mean, it looks beautiful, obviously. Like, the whole the whole village that they created looks absolutely beautiful. But the thing is, is this is, like, China in the 1980s. And this is a place which, in reality, is still a place of, like, collective farms and recovering from the Cultural Revolution. And there's, like, no mention of that whatsoever here. And, yeah. like, also, like, the way that the characters dress and everything is completely, like, fantasy China. As in, like, you know, like, the, the costumes and the whole thing. Mm. And... There's also like a whole, a whole bunch of other like historical inaccuracies. Like part of the plot in like doesn't make any sense at all. Like considering what was going on in the country at the time, and what, like thing- the magic mirrors and the flying swords. No, not just that, but also like talking about no, emperors and like like emperors envoys and stuff like that. And it's like there wasn't that wasn't going on. There'd already been a revolution by this point, and all this kind of stuff. You've got like the money has a panda on it instead of Mao, and it's it's just. There's also, I mean, also like the villagers are engaged in gambling and that sort of stuff was like officially banned like that time. That didn't go on. So it's totally like a fantasy depiction really of the country. But I'm I'm fine with that. It's I've had to make my peace with that, that this is not accurate at all. This is just, this is like an imagined version maybe of what, of what it. But that, that's what, always what Shenmue was, right? I don't know, because this is what I'm saying, because I I felt like the first game in particular, he was he was like shooting for this being like realism. Like that's the whole thing I felt with like yeah, with but, Shenmue but, 1. Yeah, but he wasn't hitting that. No, maybe, I think he did. I think with the first game he did, like certainly. Like Shenmue 2, maybe not, because as I said, Hong Kong, yeah, he's not really like that. But Kowloon was supposed to be like totally different or yeah. some shit. And it's also. And this this feels much more like that. I mean, this is as I said, this is fantasy fantasy depiction, which it, it's fine, but it's just it looks, it's just not. Yeah, I don't know. I've I've had to just get over that and just feel that it's 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 totally fine, which is okay. I should also point out that in the getaway, that was a pretty accurate depiction <laughs> of London and everything that goes on here. Yeah, know what I'm saying. But then also lots of swearing. Yeah. Well, the other thing is the character <laughs> models look a bit odd as well. And yeah, I've seen them. They're kind of re- the rectangle, aren't they? Well, no, this like, is not, not in a traditional like gaming sense where we go, oh, they're all blocky. Mm. But it's just their shoulders seem like way too wide. <laughs> it's just that. Yeah, the, it's really the, the, weird because Chen's note like, commented on this as well, where you've got some characters look really good and like they look absolutely fine. Like they look, they look 
you know, better than they did, obviously, in the first two games, and they look really good. But some characters look like, for some reason, they've got cartoon faces. It's, it's <laughs> really? just, yeah, it's, it's very strange and really jarring, like, when you see that. It looks very odd. Are you playing with, what, what are you playing with, uh, subtitles um, with Japanese language? Yeah, or? I'm doing that, yeah, I'm playing it with the Japanese language subtitles, which is also a bit weird, to be honest, because it's like, the thing is, is when I play, oh, no, I'm not going to talk about this because it sounds wanky and stupid. Go on, but, go on. No, it's, no, because it's like when like when I play it now, you're like in a Chinese village, there's Chinese characters all over the place, but they're not speaking Chinese and it feels a bit weird. Mm-hmm. It's like it just sounds weird because you like it doesn't what they're saying is not what it looks like they should oh, be I saying. Suspend reality a little yeah, bit. Exa- exactly, and that's that's what I'm trying to do. I'm I'm trying to do that and that's why <laughs> once I started to do that, I now that's when I began to enjoy it a lot more. When I started to just think, okay, this is fantasy land and it's that's fine. I mean, and, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm kind of glad I'm not watching the next Star Wars film with you now. <laughs> I'm kind of glad that's not going ahead. I mean, I, I get where he's coming from you, you're because right, James, like, do you remember? I'm just trying to understand how all these people from different planets speak English. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm trying to teach myself to drop it. Like, the, the force, it doesn't make sense. No, I, I, I get so it because I. Like, Remember, like with Hitman, and it was like, "Hey, let's go to Italy," and it's just full of people being like, "Hey, I'm an Italian." Like, <laughs> it was it was a bit jarring. So I get it. I like that. I like but, it. The thing of it is, do you, but Chernobyl was like that, wasn't it? Or what do you call? What did you? What's credit? Chernobyl. The best? Chernobyl. Chernobyl. Chernobyl was like that, wasn't it? <laughs> they were all just British. Yeah. It was just really. That was a bit like. Yeah, I know what you're saying. That was a bit odd. Mm. I was kind of, hello. <laughs> but, then is it, but then is it patronising to just be like, right, everyone speak English, but like with an accent? Just, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, well, that's, that's also bad. Yeah, you've got yeah. to communicate in the right way, haven't you, I guess. And I mean, the thing is with this overall is that, as we've said, it like it, it's absolutely a massive throwback for like 20 years ago. And if the game was set anywhere else, and if it was about anything else, I'd feel very, very differently about this. But because because it wouldn't have like the nostalgic sort of factor for me that this does. Mm. But I am genuinely very happy with this so far. I feel it was. I, I'm. So many people have said this, but I'm really glad that it exists. It's um. It's. I'm glad that they've done this because. Yeah, not it, massive fan of the phrase, but uh, like. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, but it could have been. It could have been much worse. Like it's not. <laughs> see the way. Yeah, I know. But the way the way I the way I see it, right is that you've got to give them props for having the balls <laughs> to not try and introduce Shenmue to an audience. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like they're not doing that no, they're at, not at all. all no. And they're like, so you've not played Shenmue? Well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> this is literally just for the people that have played through one and two. But then, that's I think the feeling that was the right How thing do you to review do because, something like that? I mean, Shenmue and Shenmue 2 didn't, like they failed, didn't they? Let's be honest. Like they didn't do that well when they first came yeah, out. Of course they were, yeah. And there's a reason for that. For that, and it's because there are a lot of problems with it. And you know, it came out it's on a fucking back- weird. On- well, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Whereas, I mean, Yakuza came and it showed you know that you can do things like in a much more like sort of fun game way, as it were. Like there's yeah. there's, there's so much stuff. You, like the thing is, is like like oh, Kiryu's dude. like character like evolves over like the over like a, a you know a Yakuza game, but. When you're like upgrading the character, like the things you're doing to do that are really fun to do. Whereas this feels like work. That's the difference between the two between the two games. I feel this feels like work. That feels like mostly just fun. And it's but ah. I mean, fuck off. But it's just, 
and it's it's just like I mean, with this is like it could be better, definitely, but I don't really care that it isn't. It's because it's I'm still enjoying it, and that's the feeling you get, isn't it? Those that are into Shemu are going into this loving it because it is a big middle finger to anyone that's interested. Yeah, um, I mean, that I, hasn't played the original. I do think you're probably not going to like it very much because. The pay, as I said, the pacing is really slow, and I think it is a lot more like the second game than the first in we'll terms see. of it, in terms of being like you know you have to be go wherever they want you to go and stuff. But uh, overall, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Is it is um just one more question? Is have they they haven't just mimicked the way it controls though to move the character around? No, 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 no. It's modern controls. Thank, thank God for that. Because honestly, that was the worst thing about playing those old games. It was just like. Pressing the trigger button to run, which wasn't so bad. Like oh, no, you that, still that do wasn't that, the end of but, it. You know. Yeah, and that's fine. But it, it was the fact that it was kind of like, oh yeah, that whole zooming in. Does it? it don't do uh, the still, zooming yeah, in. Yeah, you first. still do that as well. Yeah, you can do like you hold down okay, like the left trigger and it like zooms in on stuff. And oh, there's other really weird stuff like the fact that if you want to, <laughs> you know, like if you want to pause the game. Normally, yeah, if someone you... said this. I saw this on the forum on RLLM. Yeah, guys. if you want to pause, oh, I'm trying to work out how to do this. Press uh, L1 and go to the control menu. And it was like, what? Yeah, it's <laughs> what, like you don't, it? you don't press options like to pause it or you know, or to go to the options screen. You press R1. And it's like, I don't R1. know why. It, it make, I don't know why it does that at all. No clue. It's, it makes no sense. <laughs> Love it. But yeah, there's, lots of, there's lots of stuff like that. And it's just, um, yeah. But yeah, but I'm Can I'm we really go back it. to start and select? Seriously, can we go back to start and select? <laughs> I mean, at least like, PS4 has those buttons which are named. What what are the buttons? What, what do you call the buttons on the, on the Xbox you're One? Fucking insane! Yeah, the lines <laughs> and the two squares. It's okay, like, well, I press two square button yeah. uh, followed by the three lines button. Yeah, it's one like, or, you know. yeah, at least I know which what the ones are called. And it's, on PS4. and it's great because you know, like yeah, like a PlayStation game can say like press options, which is which is weird, but yeah, at least it, th- those are words. Whereas yeah, Xbox games are just like press symbol. And then it shows a weird symbol, yeah. and then you always look down at your pad because you've forgotten which side is which. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, it sounds like a reasonable success in terms of Shenmue yeah. fans, but I think so. Yeah. Maybe not so much in front of. Uh, yeah. I think yeah, well, other my people will hate be... it, but you know, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, stream I, will be starting soon. Like, a, yeah, like starting I, I know Saturday, what you're saying, Dave. Dave, about the yeah, you know, I'm glad it exists. It's you, you shouldn't give things a pass just for existing, but. No, I am really glad that it's not that shit. It like I, I honestly <laughs> thought this was going to be a total stinker from like so, yeah, yeah. You know, the stuff they shown. I'm glad it exists to me. Kind of, I, I'm, it doesn't work in this context. But people usually say it as if, like they're saying, I support what they're doing. I ain't gonna fucking buy it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like the, that's the I feeling think, yeah, I, I think get. A lot of people, people have sent it, have said that in that meaning that, and I yeah. don't mean it in that way. Like I, mm-hmm. I just, I genuinely yeah, yeah. Am, am pleased that this is uh, this is here yeah. and that so I can play it. Cool. All right, let's uh, let's move on to the next game then. Should should we go to Jedi Fallen Order? Because that's basically well, all we've, we've got. We've been playing it again this week. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's kind of all I've got as well. We've so let's see where we're up to. I I finished it. Matt, you finished it. Yep. Sean, you finished yep. it. James, have you played much more? I haven't touched it since I got this. So no. Oh really? No. Okay. Um. Okay. So what what are your final thoughts, Matt? What are you finding? Well, I've been all over the place for this game. I mm. mean, hyped before, before release, I was like, oh god, how maybe this isn't the game I thought it was going to be, and then started it very strong. And um, overall, I'm definitely happy I played it. I would definitely recommend it to to people to play. 
but I have lots of issues of it, and it wasn't really as great or as fun as I had hoped it would be. Mm. Okay, so what 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 were your issues? Um, I, in the end, like the actual, you know, Sekiro light, Dark Souls light control, you know, a, a battle or fighting mechanics didn't really work for me. I sort of wanted it to be more just like uh, an Uncharted game, really. Mm. Um, and yeah, I just so uh, that that just sort of. T- Sort of going away of my fun towards the end. What what difficulty did you play on? Well, I I flipped between literally all of them. So well, apart mm. from the the top one. So I started off at the one that's like um, second hardest. So there's our story. There's Jedi, Jedi Knight, Jedi, Knight. Jedi Master, and then yeah, both. Yeah, so I started on Jedi Grand Master, which is like second highest one. Then I, I was like, okay, struggling a bit. So I was like, I knocked it down. And at one point, I was actually playing on that like, story mode, and actually, I had the most fun playing on that mode. I, I, I had there. exactly the same thing. Like a way long yeah. people. I was like, what point did you knock it down? Like vaguely, because um, obviously we can't. So, I, so the first time I actually changed the difficulty is when I was trying to kill that. Um, that uh, you mentioned last week, Sean, the mm. giant like uh, uh, lizard enemy boss something in oh, that yeah, cave yeah. on yeah. the first planet also, so I, was like, I, really, I tried ages to kill that dude and I was like oh, I saw this I'll knock it down yeah, but that was optional like, I thought that was obvious that you needed to go back there later yeah well, no, I wanted to kill it I was like I'll knock it down and did that first time I was like okay for whatever and then I didn't put it back up to the second highest one and then I don't know when I mean basically actually I'll tell you what it's on that planet with uh, when you go and also like the, the night sisters Oh yeah, yeah, a shit old planet. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, you know what, planet. fuck yeah. this. Right, I want to get this game done. I'm enjoying it, but I, I don't. I'm not going to get. I'm not going to let this oh, control system scheme wow. or whatever ruin Sean, it. Sean, how about you? Um, yeah, so I was. I can't remember. So yeah, started on Jedi Master. I can't remember when I knocked it down to Jedi Knight, and then it was. It was when I was in like the final stretch. I was just like, yeah, do you know what? Let's just blast oh, it. Oh my god! Right. So the conversation yeah. we had Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, so, yeah, okay, so for that I, for, for that boss, I was still on Jedi Knight at that point. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, no, I'm not saying that you were wrong to knock it down. I, <laughs> well, I actually I find say, this yeah, very like, very fascinating. Yeah. No. It's. Uh, I think it's really interesting because, I like. I'm. You know. It, I'm not saying like, oh, it's the best way to play it by knocking it down and easy. I think it's just a good example of how different, like having the op- option to choose a different difficulty level works for different people. Yeah, I really appreciate that because <laughs> I, I honestly had more fun and like I just thought this is. This is more of a game I sort of want to play, and it mm-hmm. made me basically made me think. I wish it was more of an uncharted experience than something that's trying to be potentially a Sekiro or Dark Souls like game. Mm-hmm. But I, I want this to be, you know, bombastic, crazy action scenes, big cuts, big, you know, like um, set pieces. And I didn't want to be stressing about, oh fucking hell, if I die now, I have to go back. Yeah. When when was the last time I sat at a meditation point? Is that part of you trying to rush through it? Um. But possibly, I, I guess it. But well, I just wanted well, to enjoy you, it. You've been saying like a lot while you've been playing. It. When I made it easy, I was like, "This is great fun." I feel powerful with a lightsaber. I can still chain combos together and do all the things that I've I've spent upgrading my skill tree on. But I just felt like I just it felt like it was presented as like an uncharted style experience of you know or, or just you know uh, with with great story and like cinematic moments. But I just felt like the control was sort of getting away from me personally. I play hard games and I'm I'm loving Sekiro and I've loved Dark Souls. But for me, for this experience, I wanted something easier and I just had way more fun when I knocked it down. And, you uh, see, yeah, but, but you've got that. That's the cool thing. Yeah, you've yeah, got yeah. that option. It's interesting because I did actually once I completed it, I went back to do loads of secret stuff and side stuff. Mm. Um, and because it gives you that option. 
Um, and I knocked it down for story for that because I was kind of like, I wonder what it feels like just in story mode. And yeah, you're right. It was it was a hell of a lot of fun just chopping through things without fear of like uh, getting you know getting into prolonged battles or whatever. But I mean, Sean knows the struggle I went through on <laughs> was it Saturday yeah. night? It just what I went through Saturday night was uh, just unbelievable. And by the end of it, fuck. What I will say, right, so I played it, I only played it on Jedi Knight throughout the whole main story and then I knocked it down to story, uh, story mode, mm-hmm. right? But I come up against that boss, the, uh, there's two sort of big one-on-one bosses towards the end, right? I think that's not a spoiler mm-hmm. to say. No. And not the last one, but the one before that, I fucking was banging my head against the wall. It was the first time that it felt like a Souls game to mm. me because I'm repeatedly doing a boss run. I was running past the first few do- dudes before I got to it. And um, what clicked for me, first of all, it was, I always thought, yeah, the the controls, the controls are fine, but they don't feel as solid as or as tight as they should be. Um, but then when I got to that, it, everything sort of come together for me. And I was getting my ass kicked, but I was loving it, right? Because as I was playing, it felt like, and I kind of referred to it last week, it really did feel like an insane lightsaber battle, like a choreographed lightsaber. When I, the, By the time I'd nailed it, I'd knew, known all his moves, I knew how to counter him, and yeah, I would fuck up here and there, but it made this massive power struggle going back and forth between, and I showed you a couple of clips, mm. um, Sean, that I'd sort of screen, like the first of the two where I was, you know, beating the shit out of him, it, it just, it was brilliant the way we'd have this massive great big like scrap, and then we'd both back off and then face each other, and then mm. all of a sudden I was running in and dashing in, and it, that for me, is the moment where all the systems come together and was like, fuck me, no, actually, this is really, really good. Like, that that's where I I sort of went, yeah, I'm enjoying it, but there's a lot wrong with it. And yeah, there is still a lot wrong with it. But th- when all those systems come into play and, uh, and work towards this incredibly visual, uh, I don't know, spe- spectacle, you know, everything was going on in these fights. That I was just like, fuck me, this is brilliant. And then it had a, the usual, okay, it's going to chuck a shitload of enemies at you. That felt amazing. And then that final fight followed by that final bit that happens at the end. I was like, fuck me, this is <laughs> this is just, um, this is brilliant. Mm. This is brilliant. I loved it um, by the end of it. I, I totally, totally fell for it uh, by the end of it. And as I said, once it was done, I thought, okay, that's it. I almost deleted it from a hard drive. Uh, woke up the next morning. I was like, now let's go back to a few planets and just go and have a look and explore a little bit more. And I'm, I'm not massively, you know, uh, excited to go back to it now that I've gone back to it for a few hours. Um, it's not something that I'm thinking, yeah, no, there's a bunch more. Like with Luigi's Mansion, completed that. I want to find everything in it. I've got no feeling of wanting to find everything in this because a lot of the upgrades and stuff are, are kind of pointless you know it's a you know different color of lightsaber and stuff like that it's not not exactly the um the most exciting unlockable but uh but for my experience as a whole man i i 
it was weird. It was a roller coaster journey for me. Like I went mm. from hating it to loving it to hating it to loving yep. it. But by the end, I was just I'd completely fallen for it. Its characters. I thought its story was brilliant. When you listen really? to what we were, yes, Sean. Okay. I, 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 <laughs> right. Okay. Let me let me ask you this: What we were saying about that story and where it was heading last yeah. week. That that is the best possible way that they could have resolved that story. Yeah. Like because it wasn't what we thought. They completely turned it around, and it worked. Like the whole build-up, his discovery. I, I, I just, I thought I, it really, really worked. I, 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 really I, I thought, it. yeah, I thought how the story ended up was fantastic. I thought it was a, a really excellent end. Um, but I just think it, in terms of that, the destination was great. The journey, I don't think it did. <laughs> Enough, like some of the characters yeah. were really, you know, forgettable. Really, I, actually, yeah, I, I, one of the characters I loved. I'm, 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 I'm not going to mention the, you know, this character, but one that I loved that, that sort of helps you towards the end. I was like, I, I want more of, the, of that character. That, that I yeah. thought, and they, that they just like randomly was excellent. Join you, and it's a shame on, that they and, came in yeah. really close, really right near the end. I was like. Yeah. I would much rather they were there from the beginning. I thought yeah. they were excellent. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought, I thought that was a great character. So I wanted more um, of that because that was excellent. Yeah, the way that character, the way that character, um, uh, uh interacted with yeah. everyone else was yeah. brilliant. Had a, ro- a really nice dynamic to it. Yeah. I yeah. thought, so I don't, I, no, I thought I totally the main dude was just like it's just totally. But I, I didn't feel anything for him at any point, sadly, mm. and I wanted to, but I was just like such a blank canvas. And by the end, I was like, nope. I feel <laughs> the same about you now as I did when I saw the first trailer. Not even helped, though I'd be um, by the fact that I know Matt. We discussed this. There's a bit. This isn't a spoiler, but you basically there is a bit later on where you kill a load of enemies, but like. They're not really that, enemies. It's sort of that, that annoyed me so much. The point that, that yeah. was a major point about actually, this game can sort of do one in some aspects. I mean, yeah. uh, basically, uh, yeah, you're you're Jedi. You know, Jedi Jedi's are good. We all know fear leads to hate, hate leads to suffering, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That leads to the dark side. Mm-hmm. But there's one point where you go on a planet. And you see, you know, what you know as enemies because, you know, they've got health bars above their head or whatever <laughs> they've got. And, like, you know, you know that, that that's an enemy character. And there's, like, cutscene saying, oh, I think it's a cutscene or something saying, oh, you know, I shouldn't, I don't want to do this. Yeah. But they're attacking me, so, oh, okay, I'll kill these guys. And then, okay, so... But, and you kill literally dozens of them. This, like, yeah. <laughs> why am I killing everyone on this planet? You're supposed to be a Jedi. This is literally the, yeah. the, the thing you should not be doing as a Jedi. That, like, really did my head in. Just because yeah. it's a... Just because it's a video game, uh, you know, in 2019, we've got oh, to kill oh, oh, every oh, single you person. You said you wanted this an is... Uncharted experience. That's about as Uncharted <laughs> as it gets. Yeah, no, no, yeah, but no, no, yeah, yeah, but, but Uncharted is, you know, it is what it is. But this is like... You're supposed to be Jedi, <laughs> oh, right. which are supposed to be good, and you're literally killing everyone just because what? Because some of them are angry at you or whatever, and now you're like, well, I've got to kill everyone on the planet now. Yeah, like, you, like you would not get away. You would not get away with that in a Star Wars film. Yeah, absolute bullshit. And it's like, like okay. just massacring an entire village, basically. Yeah, like, how can you get away with that? I thought that was <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. Why do that? Yeah. So that was Annoyed that me. was a shame. I don't know. I did, it didn't bother me at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but his actions are, are not the actions of a Jedi. You yeah. can't be killing tons of people. <laughs> All right, that's the nerdiest I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, isn't it? Okay, every time I was doing it, I was like, well, 
Why? And especially There's because no... partway through he makes a point of... Because you try and get in this village and then they, I think they block the way and then you find another route in and he even says, like, oh, you know, this would be like a much stealthier route in or something. And you're like, oh, right, okay. So he was trying to avoid killing <laughs> yeah, everyone. God, no, yeah, you just drop into the village and start murdering everyone. Yeah. I, said, <laughs> I mean, I said to Matt, I it didn't, it didn't really stupid. help that, like, by this point I'd realised you can kill most of the enemies by just force pulling them towards you and you just stick them like a pig and then just <laughs> chuck them on the ground. So yeah. I was just doing that to everyone. It just looked horrible. Um, yeah oh god it, it, that is once you get that move that makes most enemies just completely yeah, useless yeah, yeah. But um, I, just, I thought I thought I, that that sort of went against the story but yeah. like, overall I think yeah the, the ending was fantastic I thought it was you know the last like bit was really awesome yeah but I just think like is it Siri Siri Kiri you know the, the, your sort of um, the, the, the friend you sort of work with along the way yeah. I thought she I didn't feel much she had a, a bit more of an interesting backstory than your one and there was like an arc yeah, there. Yeah, no, she had a great backstory. But it, I've it, seen people saying like, there, oh, you enough. know, it's like an amazing story about like getting over traumatic events from the past. Well, is it? It just seems like... No, I don't think it. I, I wouldn't say yeah, that. It just seems like people being like, it's oh, happened oh. to me in the past and was bad. Now I've done most of the game and I think I'm okay with it now. Yeah. Cheers. Um, <laughs> I, I, thought the, I thought the pilot was oh, yeah, about uh, as good Grease? a, a yeah, character that I've seen yeah, more Grease in, stuff. in any game recently. But even he, like, he does this whole thing about how like... He's like, oh, you know, traveling around with you guys has given me something yeah, to believe in. And I was like, too. what? Like, he basically mentions twice that he had a bit of a gambling problem. But then, it, and then it sort of implied that actually he was a total fucking horror show until you turned up. But then it's not, I don't he know. Just I just found that really bed, unclear. Yeah. But, but for that, I thought, like, you know, this whole thing has sort of happened accidentally in many regards. Mm. But it's like, yeah, he was all like, oh, you know, since being with you guys, I'm like, it's been two minutes, mate. Yeah. Like, am I supposed to really feel something? Because. <laughs> This this adventure has fallen into your lap, and I didn't. I had a completely different. Yeah. I I loved him. I, 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 I thought, thought it was excellent, but like him saying, uh, it, trying to make it emotional somehow. I was like, no, you mm. haven't earned this. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like some adventure oh, has happened. Off. There, there's loads of moments where he's he's having interactions with. Did you go up and talk to him? Yeah, oh, like, yeah, yeah, of course. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I always made sure I chat with everyone before leaving the planet and you going to the mission. You, so you didn't have those emotional connections where he starts off where he's a little bit like he doesn't really trust you, and then you have these like little moments. You know, like I mentioned when you um, last week where you sort of pay him a compliment for his flying or whatever, and he just can't deal with it. You can see he's struggling. But he's, you know, he's got his defenses up, and slowly they break down. Mm. And by the end of it, actually, you've got a, a real mutual respect for each other. The relationship, the that, relationship like, changed. That really hit me. But when I think about okay, so my interactions with him were, we, I, I do like a mission, go back, talk to him. There's a cutscene. I talk to him before going to the next planet. I was like, we haven't really done that much. And he's all like, oh, kid, you know, before you guys, where was I? I, was, I don't know. I feel like <laughs> yeah. it, it didn't hit me emotionally. Maybe like, that maybe just happened later in the game for me then, because. When he started showing that sort of, that was right towards like that was like, like the final third for me when he started turning and yeah, know, no, mm. I just felt like I, I wasn't really emotionally connected to him. Yeah, like, but, just, but he's not I've always awesome character, and I thought he was, was fucking he was, mad. He was great. He was great, but just you know, I didn't really feel like oh god, yeah. Also, I will say this right, okay, and I'm going to talk around it, but towards the end, uh, the repu- re- the representation of power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is un. It was so fucking clever. Yeah. Like it was so good. The way it tricks you in one way and then takes it away, mm-hmm. and then everything's going on, and you just think, "Oh yeah, 
I'm actually pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it is just, yeah. I, I, fuck me. I love yeah, it. Yeah, no, that, that, I loved that it. final stretch is, is amazing. And I can, like, I, yeah, I can totally see why you could come away from it. Like, yeah, actually, fuck it. That was great. Um, I think personally, yeah, it's the same as Matt. I just, there were too many missteps along the way. Like, I am glad I played it. I'm still just absolutely baffled by some of the reviews. Um, I just, I loved it. Yeah. I, I I mean I'm baffled by the nines and tens yeah. because I think technically there's way too many f- faults here for Definitely. a modern mm-hmm. console game, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, but in terms of story, action, uh, discovery, I I loved it. Mm-hmm. I yeah, loved it, it. ends up like I, a I seven, understand. seven point five for me in the end. I, I'm glad I played it. There are negatives, but definitely glad I played it. Uh, excited to see what I do with, with I'm sure I do more uh, I hope they're given something new and I, I hope that it we're looking at something completely different next time I, I, like, I don't so, want... what we, so you think there, what, there won't be another Jedi code on something else or a totally different Star Wars no no no, do, no I, I, like if it's a game in the same vein um, uh, but but I'd want New characters, yeah. new story. I've only got an opportunity to like, do I so now. I want Jedi like, Fallen Order 2. Yeah, do another game, Jedi, colon, something, same universe, different timeline, different characters. I'll, I'll be up for that. I mean, yeah, I enjoyed I enjoyed it, but it had issue, uh, enough issues to sort of make me think I wasn't blown away by it. But I'm definitely glad I played it. It was, uh, yeah. yeah. Can I ask you a question, Matt? And this is not, I'm not trying to Here we go. you or anything. I just, no, <laughs> Don't believe him. No, no, this is not, I just genuinely want to know, because you see, after I finished with Shenmue 3, I've got like three games that I need to go back to. I've got like, uh, what's it called? Outer Worlds. I've got uh, Death Stranding and I've got this, like Fallen Order. Between Fallen Order and Death Stranding, which one did you like enjoy playing more, really? Um, I mean, I had like less issues with Death Stranding and I can't, wait to, I can't wait to go back to it. But they're, they're two totally different games. I can't really... I mean, I know, obviously, I just, I, I order's I shorter, so go to that, get it finished, and go on to Death Drowning, I reckon. That's what I've done. I know, but which which one is more exciting, do you feel? Because, like... <laughs> this is so lame. I know what you're going to say. Where is this going? Yeah, yeah no, it's, 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 I'm not point. going anywhere, because after playing Shenmue 3, which is not, like, a thrill a minute, yeah. I'm just thinking, where do I go next? And okay. I just want to know... Is this going to be more of a thrill, like a minute sort of thing, than Death Stranding is? Because it's not. Well, because Death Stranding is quite ponderous, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's quite. Yeah. I, I, I always, whenever people say this, I've got a bunch of games to play. What should I play mm. next? I always answer the shortest one. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So play through the shortest ones. Get those experiences out of the way. Get it done. Because okay. it's less time of thinking. Should I move on to the next mm. one? Mm-hmm. Like that's you've got less time to think that. So. Get get full and all the done, then get onto Death Stranding. Yeah. In my that's opinion, I've done it. Okay, but but don't just like bash through it. You know what I mean? Like, cause yeah, there's a lot of stuff that you can discover in this game that, especially when you go back to some of the earlier planets yeah, yeah. And, and before like, like to move on. It's like fuck me when when I found that thing on the first planet in the workshop. Yeah. I think is the best way of describing that. Ah, <laughs> oh, brilliant! Like uh, the story around it, finding the echoes and discovering what that place was. And them finding that was like, fuck yeah, fuck yes. Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, I was just going to say that one of the bonuses of turning the difficulty down as well is that because I wasn't spending as much time banging my head against boss fights, that then freed up more time for me to go exploring and stuff. Um, yeah. So it's not necessarily about, like, you know, turning the difficulty down allows you to rush it. It just gives you a bit more breathing space to do the exploration yeah, stuff yeah, if yeah. that's what you want. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, 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 I'd bits. never have a go at anyone for 
turning the difficulty down on this yeah. because you play it how you want to play it. Yeah. As, as I say, when I went back and I put it on story mode to just fuck around with, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this feels really good because you feel really powerful yeah. and you're, and equally, you're not like, constantly I think, yeah, thinking about it. Turn the difficulty down. It doesn't, like, it, obviously, it makes it easier, but it doesn't mean there's like elements of the game you don't have to engage with. Like, you still still got to be like doing your you know like precise counters and stuff like you can't just hold block and then just keep hitting them like you still got to like play the game properly quote unquote it's just a bit more forgiving you just don't get hurt as much when you get hit and stuff and some of the attacks are sort of more muted Mm -hmm. but um but yeah no and and equally people that are whacking it up to the hardest setting and trying to play like that i totally get that as well because uh i think it could hold up i was only playing the hardest i got was the Jedi Knight, the sort of default mm-hmm. one. Um, so God knows if it holds up on the, mm. the harder difficulty settings, but it certainly felt right with a couple of difficulty spikes towards the end on yeah. the on the default. Also, mode. really cool that sure. as you're picking your difficulty setting, it shows you what each difficulty setting affects. Yeah, like I in terms that was of, a nice touch. Yeah, in terms of like enemy dam- yes, damage, yeah, there's a, parry there's like timing, thing, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, really cool. appreciate yeah. it. You could, yeah, unless you're in like a boss battle or in actual like. Um, combat scenario you can change at any point I yeah. thought that was really 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 well implemented yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm excited to hear what you think of this James and he's gone James he's dead no no I'm sorry I'm still here it's, I was on, <laughs> mute. on mute yeah. I was on mute yeah you're playing Shemu on iPad yeah I'm, I'm playing, playing Shemu on remote when, when do we start finding him for that what? When does that come it's into It's ridiculous, play? isn't it? It's about it's like every music, week now, isn't it? Like if I'm coughing or whatever, what am I supposed to oh, do? Yeah, coughing, totally though. fine. Or just it means you, you know what you case, should do? In that case, I was not coughing, but I could have been. And if I <laughs> you had know what been. you should do, though, James? Unmute it when we ask you a question. Yeah, but I can't do it that quickly because I have to... Then don't, I've... don't mute it in the first place. Don't, All right, okay, don't... I'm not gonna, I'll tell you what, I'm not going to mute it anymore and you're just going to hear everything. That's no, what's going to no, happen James, now. James, you shouldn't be playing games while we're recording a podcast. I'm not playing games. I'm sitting here. But I've, okay. sometimes I want it on mute okay. in case I make noises or something. Okay. Because we all know how that's gone no, down before. Noises. Oh, yeah, the farts. Yeah, we're just exactly. going for three hours, James. You know what I mean? There's a middle ground. <laughs> it just pop. Um, yeah, no, so uh, that's, that's Star Wars again. Um, I'm sure there'll be discuss- discussions about that again at some point. But, um, yeah. Uh, the the only other game I've played this week is uh, I decided I went on the e-store and I was kind of like on the Switch and I was kind of like well I've got a shit ton of gold coins that I need to spend um, what should I play and half of me was interested in Greece mm-hmm. Gris or whatever it is Greece, Greece. Yeah. Um, but then I saw Baba Is You and oh, I yeah. remember that was a 2019 game Baba that people were Baba is you, yeah. Um, I thought that ah, oh, this this was really uh, you know popular when it came out, so it might might be worth playing it and seeing if it makes my list. Um, it's okay. I'm not. Oh, uh, mate, it's not blowing it's my mind. Good. It's it's okay. It's like like I, I'm uh, too I, stupid to play most of it. Um, but like yeah, I just I think the the idea behind it is just absolutely fascinating. I think the idea behind it is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I think for the large part of what I've played, it is totally hit those marks. Yeah. I think when it does fall apart, though, it there are certain rules that I've written out that, that I can't see why they wouldn't work. Right. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And that really frustrates me a little mm-hmm. bit. And some, sometimes it is kind of like, it feels like, I know it's way more logical than this, but sometimes it does feel like, what am I thinking? You know what I mean? Yeah. Rather than I can see the part. Like, I look like looking at a puzzle game and then seeing the answer 
in my brain and then playing it mm. out. It feels like there's a hell of a lot more trial and error in this, isn't it? Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of like trying I, stuff out, things not working, and I'm, sorry, I'm just literally just describing what trial and error is. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. and then like yeah. holding the reverse button. Yeah, there, there's a lot the of like button and stuff. Like. Things you you would think would work, and then you're like, ah, no, right, shit. That's because of this, that, and the other. It's like when you try it out and you realize why it hasn't worked. It pretty much always made sense to me. It, but I know what you mean in terms of like having ideas that then turn out yeah yes that's it no that i think the solution always makes sense mm. but i feel like some of the solutions i can't see why that hasn't made yeah. sense in this instance okay. you know and that's been a bit frustrating and the, the other thing that i you know i've said this on the podcast a few times is with puzzle games i hate it where you where you get into a situation where you can't progress yeah where you can't correct mistakes that you've mm-hmm. made and there's a lot of that in this. And I thought that maybe that wasn't possible because the first time you try and do a fresh reset, mm. and in fact, every time, unless you turn it off, it goes, whoa, 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 <laughs> you sure? <laughs> you want to go from right from the beginning again? Are you fucking sure? And I was like, okay, maybe I don't. Maybe I can get out of this mess that I've created out of all these words and shit. But it doesn't really do that, does it? Mm. The only time it does that is when you remove um, Bubba or... Um, is or you? Yeah, yeah. So like when lose, you, you lose control, that, then it goes. Yeah. yeah, it goes. You're fucked, yeah. and then you go, okay, right, I'm fucked. But like in this, it's like I can go for half an hour trying to work out a puzzle <laughs> by testing stuff, and then I really when I work out the actual solution, I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, what a waste of time! Like I wish it had just given me the heads up that I'd fucked it <laughs> like ages ago. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I really like it mm-hmm. in some regards. But I, 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 I don't love it because because of those, you know, the, the sort of golden rules that I have for me when it comes to puzzle games. I'm not saying that they apply to everyone, but it breaks quite a few of those golden rules. And look, I, I mean, I, I've said it a lot, but that Scribblenauts does it in a bit worse, way worse way. Yeah. But, but Scribblenauts, people adored. And I, it broke one of my rules. <laughs> like, uh, oh, this should work, but it doesn't work. People going, yeah, but there's so many different solutions that it doesn't matter. No, this should work. Like, I, it really fucks me off that this doesn't work, <laughs> and it's really destroyed any sort of interest I've got in this game now. Um, that's not to this level on this one, mm. but um, I, Harry's weirdly addicted to really? it. Really? Yeah, he's always asking me to put <laughs> it on. I think he just likes reading the rules out. Okay. Like, he just likes saying the rules out loud, yeah. like. Walter is stop, Daddy. <laughs> Key is open. Like he keeps, he keeps doing it. But yeah, so we've sort of been playing it together and trying to work it out all out and stuff. It's been quite fun. But yeah, I don't think it's going to be anywhere near my list this year, which is a shame. That is. Um, anything else, Matt? Have you got anything else on your no, list? No, I'm, I'm uh, up against uh, Genichiro on Sekiro, and uh, I haven't beaten him yet. But uh, oh, mate, it. that stream last week was. That was hard to watch. <laughs> yeah, I did two in a week. I did Sunday, and then obviously because I was I was away this weekend, so I did one in a week on Tuesday. And um, I really thought from the Sunday one previously, I'm like I had, had a few goes against him. Then and I was like, okay, I'm gonna get it done on that <laughs> Tuesday. You tweet, I'm gonna do him tonight or something. <laughs> when I always do it anyway. Just you know, positive man attitude is important. Um, and but knew I, I did not do it. And then I, I got to the third phase like um, three or four times, but just that that phase is over so quickly. Uh, even though I had like at one point I had like three um, 
free like help, free heals, free um, gourds, free healing gourds. I still just like fucked it completely. Um, so I'm gonna get it done, but yeah, it's a, it's a toughie, but it's a fantastic fight. It's really fantastic. I'm loving the fight, but haven't quite done it yet. I'm still struggling, but I will get there. The adrenaline running through you during that stream <laughs> was fucking the, off the, the charts. The adrenaline. <laughs> <laughs> I've had one bit and running through you. Like, when you turned around and went, okay, he's only hit me once. He only hit me once. <laughs> and then the moment you finish that sentence, he smashes you in the head and you go, yeah. idiot. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of like shouting at myself and stuff. Um, you know, but... Uh, but yeah, I, 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 it's, it's, I'm still loving the game. I'm just struggling, but not for Australia yet. I'll, I'll get back to it this Sunday for more action. Cool. And that's it, right? That's that's all the games we got on our yeah, list. Mate. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've been away since Thursday, so I managed to get four and all done beforehand, and now I'm excited to get back to Death Stranding. Talk about Shenna's next week for me. But yeah, I think yeah, I might say that. Uh, I think I need to get Death Stranding done, and then I'll get on to Shenmue, but I've started Death Stranding, so I want to see it out to the end. Sorry, James. The only other thing I played was Night Trap. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I missed but, that because yeah. I had to go to sleep. But how was it in the end? It's uh, it's not bad actually. I I quite enjoy playing it. Um, it's it's a mess of. It's not even a game, really, is it? To be honest. And um, <laughs> I think I'm not when you don't know how the rules work. <laughs> well, because it didn't explain. There's like no, no explanation whatsoever. It was it was, was really weird. Like I was I was watching it. Like obviously there's something we're not getting here. But I fuck me if I know what it is. Like it was. Yeah, it was a bit of nonsense, wasn't it? The whole changing the code thing, yeah, just not really explained at all, is it? No, um, and it, it's really weird because it's like you have to be listening. You have to be listening to the dialogue that's going on, mm. like so that you can you know pick up on the plot and the story, and also the code changes that are going on. Yeah. But at the same time, you got those creepy things like attacking the house constantly, so you have to keep changing cameras, yeah. so you miss everything constantly. <laughs> I mean, I've heard that the only way that you can actually finish it is with a guide, so I'm oh, probably going to do that. Oh, fair it's, enough. It's I did enjoy that. <laughs> there were several points, and we need to clip it really, just like several points where you're just watching like a woman get abducted and then just completely dispassionately just fucking change the channel to something else. Just like... <laughs> 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 it's just like... <laughs> yeah, but, um, so um, yeah. if you know what you're doing, how long is this game supposed to, like, about take. thirty minutes. It's, oh, it's wow, very wow, short. Okay. I was say, yeah. it only fit so much footage on the uh, on the disc. On I guess. CD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, I haven't watched the stream yet. Uh, but are, are you? Um, what are the next one? Are you going? Do, do you start again? How does it work? It, well, every every time you go through it, you have to start again. I mean, okay, right. the it's quite funny because I mean, the opening cinematic is is brilliant. I loved it. Like the <laughs> acting, the acting is so funny. Like really, really, really funny. <laughs> yeah, that was. And, uh, I was hoping there was going to be more stuff like that in it, and it's obviously it's got the night trap song. Mm. But after you've heard that like three times, <laughs> it gets quite tiresome. You know, it's like, it's, I don't want to hear that again. <laughs> but uh, no, definitely going to go through it, and I'm going to yeah, probably with a guide or whatever, so I can finish it because and then move on to something else. Cause it's it's a fun diversion though. It's mm. it was better than uh, better than Detroit, but yeah, I was going to yeah, say de- definitely a good choice for streaming. Like it, yeah. it was proper good fun to watch. I don't think you'd play it if you weren't streaming it right no i don't think so so do you think you'll get it done on friday yeah i think so if i use a guide definitely i don't think it'll be impossible sean Mm. have you still not played luigi's a fucking pussy (laughs) free no i haven't i've got it now it it, yeah turned up later i've well i say turned up i borrowed it from uh, a friend of the show chris Mann. um 
but yeah, so I, I've got it. I just not a chance to play it yet. Okay, good. Finishing right, bloody Star Jesus, Wars. Jesus, I I, I, I'm still playing it. Yeah, I'm still running through getting the collectibles. Oh fuck me. Good game. Right. Okay. Uh, let's get on to emails. Yeah. Uh, if you want to email us, uh, podcast at thecomputergameshow.com. Lucas Skew says, with Stadia basically dead on arrival, it's a bit harsh, uh, I was wondering how streaming could be resurrected. Uh, off the back of the Half-Life Alex reveal and how everyone was disappointed it was a VR title, it made me think about how companies like Valve could bring VR to the mainstream. One of the many issues with Stadia is that the audience it's targeting will probably already own a gaming machine. The premium VR experience, however, is currently a, uh, an exclusive club for those with not just a VR device, but a beefy PC to back it up. What if you didn't need to own the £1,000-plus computer? What if companies like Valve no, or Google do. could stream quality <laughs> VR titles? What? <laughs> I, you do. No, okay. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I, I, hold on. Yeah, on. Sorry, uh, what if companies like Valve or Google could stream uh, quality VR titles and all you need was the VR kit? Uh, Amazon Prime can stream TV or movies to mobile VR kits, so why not have Valve uh, stream AAA titles like Half-Life to a standalone VR kit? Because uh, it wouldn't work, is the short answer. Um, <laughs> the, the, the thing is, right... Latency mm. um, in in terms of a video game can be quite bad, even when it's minuscule. Yeah. The slightest latency on a VR yeah. headset gonna be would a... fucking destroy <laughs> you. <laughs> and like, it, there can be no latency. Can there? It needs to be almost. Yeah. You know, and like, once and it's completely lights. different to like, you know. So yeah, streaming TV or movies to a, a VR headset is completely different because that's just like a video file that then the headset is presenting in a certain way and all the processing of the movement and everything is being done locally, which is completely different to having to like transmit all that movement information to a server and then back it. Yeah, so it's, yeah. Wouldn't work, sadly. Uh, all this is yeah, PS. We're, got, uh, yeah, we're... Sorry, sorry. Go I was going to say, yeah, we're, we're, we're a long way from that, but yeah, that's one way to do it, potentially. Yeah, yeah. never say never, mm. but... Well, like, no, it will it, happen it at is... some point, for sure. I mean, like, the technology will I catch mean, up. I mean, how do they get latency? Surely there's got to be a point where it is physically impossible yeah. i mean well, well we're all about things. i'm sure they will in the future there will be technology where this isn't the thing that it just will uh but we're the future we're won't long, even long have way. bodies it's fine exactly um, yeah well, i'm talking about actual <laughs> physics like i'm talking about actual physics like a server farm in if there's a server farm in your house you'd be all right mm. <laughs> if it was like two miles yeah, away yeah just the, the speed that electricity moves it's only so yeah, I mean, yeah. that's how it works yeah, right yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, you press a button a bit of electricity bolts down to manchester <laughs> it bolts it yeah. back onto your telly <laughs> and the telly goes there's the electricity mate here's your game <laughs> it will happen it will happen it's just that we're you know that's a future technology thing i imagine uh, it says ps got all the faith in matt to be uh Genitro on sunday thank you luke i need all that faith <laughs> uh right james turner so I was wondering if you guys can give me a recommendation. I'm considering upgrading uh, either my launch PS4 or my Xbox One S to either a Pro or an X, but I worry that with the next-gen machines definitely being released next year, the X and Pro will be obsolete. Is the increase in performance worth shelling out for at this point? And if so, uh, if I was to get one, which one should I buy? I mean, surely oh, this mate, depends. I haven't got an answer. If you've got a 4K TV, then yeah, probably maybe it is. Mm. But if you haven't, I wouldn't bother. Yeah. I, I mean, I've got. Oh, that's yeah. No, that's yeah. Totally, yeah. totally. Yeah, but if you have got 4K TV, right? I would say the one you upgrade. Which one do you play more of now? That's the one you upgrade, right? Because yeah. they're the ones that you've got more games for. Probably, 
you've got an online community for, maybe. But the one that you use most now, that's the one you should upgrade. Maybe not a PS4 Pro, though. Because the jump from a PS4 to a PS4 Pro isn't big, is it? If you're like... I, the only way I would actually sort of say you need to upgrade is if you've got that Xbox One S and you use your Xbox all the time. Yeah. I mean, the, then the, maybe an X is a good way to go. I think maybe... The, I mean, part of the reason for that is because the original Xbox was such a shit machine. <laughs> and like the One X Yeah, is... the original one was shit, but he's got an S, yeah. which is an improvement. Mm-hmm. But but um but yeah, I mean, upgrading the X is is a fucking brilliant console. It just is. Yeah, um, I love my X. I mean, the, but I, I would say personally, I, I I would wait. But then that, that's just me. I think you know that's the other thing. You, isn't you, it? You, it's you've like, got a PS4 and you've got an Xbox One. You, you know, yeah. you, yes, you'll have improvements by getting the Pro or the X. But personally, you know, there's there's consoles to come out next year. They're both going to be. I would say around five hundred pounds. I personally mm-hmm. think let's just get saving now. Saving money, yeah. for day I've one. got such a weird fucked up view on money as well, though, because <laughs> like I'm kind of like, yeah, all right, I could save it for, I could take that three hundred pound that I'd spend on an Xbox One X, but save it for their next console next year. But there's no way I'm, <laughs> I'm putting three hundred pound aside for nearly a year. Yeah. <laughs> That's It'll not happening, is else. it? Yeah. Yeah, it will go on fucking groceries or the car or yeah. something. I've got it now. I'll spend it. <laughs> well, if you like that, Which then I'm, I'm so pretty cool. sure you can sort of pre-order these consoles on like Shop Two and like pre-pay it. I'm just do something, whatever it takes to get out. What? On like Shop Two, I'm sure you can. Like, you can definitely pre-pay for pre-orders. Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, but not on next Xbox. Yeah, not something you know, maybe get until next year, I guess. But yeah. I don't think they've got the next Xbox on Shop Two yet, have they? I wouldn't be surprised, but who knows? But anyway, regardless, I, I personally, I would, I would say, uh, I would say, wait, but who knows? Yeah, you do you. Mm. Uh, Paul, <laughs> what, what a non-committal. I gave you my answer. It's your money, isn't it? No, no, no. Um, I'm just I'm talking from all of us. <laughs> what he's done, he said. Can you give me advice on what I should do? Should I do this or that? Ah, <laughs> I think Brian. Right. Saying, it depends bother, right? on I think we're saying, yeah, we're saying if, if if you've got the willpower to just stash the money and and until you know this time next year, then yeah, wait. I think is the the advice. Um, so a thousand pound of content coming next year. We've got let's get saving. Yeah, mate. Uh, Paul Willits. So has been listening to the show for a while now on my long daily commute here in Perth, Australia. And as most men of a certain Excuse age me. with children, brackets grandchildren, in fact, I find it difficult to find the time for gaming. Last Friday, I messaged my boss pretending to be crook. Uh, that is probably a phrase I don't Yeah, know. I mean like ill. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Ill. actually highlighted uh, it as a grammatical error in uh, Google Docs. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not a, it's not a code though, Sean. You could have worked that one out, surely. So have you never my... watched Neighbours, Sean? Uh, <laughs> or Home and Away? Rack off, bouncer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, 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 there's a possum in my ute. <laughs> Right, okay, he's too definitely far, turned too off far. now. Uh, <laughs> I also let my wife carry on to work without telling her I was having a sneaky day off. Anyway, I played Darkest Dungeon on PC for nine quality hours with no disturbance, ordered takeaway pizza just for myself and sat there thinking, is oh, this the is best clean. day ever? Oh, that does sound amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's up there. It certainly felt like it for me. Now I know what it feels like to be Ferris Bueller for the day. What lengths have you guys gone to for quality gaming time and what lies did you have to tell? Keep up the good work. Cheers, Paul. Uh, okay. No lies. No. Uh, no lies, really. The only the only thing I lie about sometimes is that, it, you know, what time did you come to bed last night? <laughs> oh, God, yeah, Mid- me too. Midnight. Yeah. 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 Also, <laughs> sometimes if I like going to bed really late and, and like Jules, like, oh, what, what time is it? I'm like, oh, it's 10 to 12. Yeah, yeah, it's only, it's <laughs> and only like, oh, do, do not check your phone. It's <laughs> half one. Do not check your phone. So you are, yes, it's, t- it's 10 to 12. Can you go to sleep? I'm just getting into bed before midnight, definitely. Yeah, I'll sometimes just... I do do this, oh, though. 
Sorry, I was just going to say, yeah, I'll sometimes just be like, oh, it's a bit late, but yeah, don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) I I do do this because, like, um, uh, sometimes Joel will go, oh, I'm going out on Saturday. Do you want to invite anyone over? And I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. Oh, you, you should you should know. Invite invite your brother over. I'm just going to order takeaway and yeah. play a video game. <laughs> I have done to myself. <laughs> this is sounds game brilliant. brilliant. It's brilliant. almost like yeah. it feels like you've stolen that time, doesn't it? Like you've just created time out of nowhere. It's it like, like it's like it just exists in a little bubble for a bit, and it's yeah, it's great. It's like it it's is like any time that you haven't got anything to do, it feels like you've won the lottery. Yeah, and it's just it's yeah, brilliant. Yeah. 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 I mean, personally, I feel like I've won the lottery every time I see my child's smiling face, James. But <laughs> oh, shut up, you twat! <laughs> of the year. No, he's been a right arsehole this evening, actually. But let's let's not get into that. Um, he's, he's ill. He's ill. Um, <laughs> but selfish. Yeah. Go on. Uh, right, Rezapok says, "Hey everyone, I uh, just want to say I'm a long time listener and a fan of Sean and Dave's shows. Not a, not an interface fan, I guess. Um, <laughs> Gosh, fucking <laughs> hell! <laughs> Delete this email." <laughs> With the release of Shenmue 3 this week, I was wondering what other story-based games you'd like, uh, love to see a long overdue continuation of. My pick would be Alpha Protocol, as it's Mass Effect meets spy thriller story and some real standout characters oh, and moments that would definitely benefit from more, more refined and polished and now overdue follow-up. That's a good shout. Okay, uh, Mass Mass Effect would be mine, right? But yeah, I'd love to go back to that. Sure. What do they do? Like, what do they do? What do you mean? What do you mean? The, the, right, okay, they announce a Mass Effect, yeah. right? EA go next year, Mass Effect's coming yeah. back. I mean, it's happening. What do we want? Yeah, do we, yeah, so no, what no do one they do? wants Andromeda 2, even though it, that's no. set up for a sequel, but yeah, whatever. You can't base it on the original trilogy yep. because of the way that yep. ended. Like, and started, really. Mm. It was... So what do they do? Like, what? The uh, the first contact war with, with the Turians. There you go. And you can be, you can be <sighs> the, the guy who, like, brokers peace. Nah, no. Nah. I think that's that good. does not appeal to me yeah. at what, all. What, just because it make the Turians the baddies? No, because it's just I don't know. It's like that is that was a conflict between two. Like Mass Effect was great because it felt like you were in the middle of you were in the middle of a, a, a complete warring galaxy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But you were trying to fight an outside enemy yeah. that was threatening the whole galaxy, and that's what made it so interesting. Yeah. Whereas if you go to a war, it's, it simplifies it all. And it's yeah, I know what you mean. Because, yeah, because the, the intricacy of Mass Effect was, as you say, the, the enemy was external and kind of everyone sort of knew they had to pull together to deal with it. But actually, they all had their yeah. own little, you know, politics and, and issues and stuff. And you were kind of sort of trying to, you know, trying to pick your way through that. Whereas, yeah, if it's just we're at war with the Jurians, full stop. That's not as yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's not um, as interesting. I like. I, I kind of like the idea that it's set like a million years in the future, mm. but you're still seeing the effects of the events from the original trilogy. Yeah. Uh, someone like, didn't, you're had, still... didn't replay it. I mean, w- would a prequel not work in some regards? Well, that's what that's what uh, I'm suggesting. Yeah, but, yeah, that's yeah. what that's what Sean's suggesting. Mm. But um, I kind of don't think it should do that hmm. because that takes the mystery of where it's going out True, yeah. the equation yeah, you know and, the war ends so yeah yeah i kind of like the idea that you know, the events that take place in the original trilogy have lifelong effects mm-hmm. don't they yeah. I, I suppose it depends on which what you sort of chose yeah, yeah. towards the end but see what they did with andromeda was a really good idea oh yeah like, yeah the setup it was, for it was just, a just wasn't a very good, good idea game. yeah it, it just, just wasn't, wasn't the best yeah, game yeah, yeah. 
I, I still so, yeah, a lot so of what things, they did with Andromeda. Still a lot of things I liked about Andromeda. It was just it went through hell to get released, didn't it? You, yeah, you can tell. Yeah, same. Uh, Shame. What they did with Andromeda, Matt, was um, essentially it was set while these whole world-changing events were happening. Oh yeah, in Mass well, Effect. Well, it was it was before they, and after, wasn't it? Yeah. So it was. Yeah. So the, the, before the events happened, they were. There was this group of colonies and stuff. They were they were looking for a new place to live, mm. um, and so they went to a completely different galaxy. So all the races were still there, but they were all sent on arcs to go and discover new life in a different galaxy. And and then obviously by the time they've woken up, everything's gone down, but they're totally blissfully unaware of yeah. it all. Mm. It's a good idea. It, it was a really, really yeah, good it idea. was a really yeah. good idea, but shame about yeah. the game. Uh, that's, hey, that's Matt. Have you got oh, yeah, uh, what else? Uh, Two human never got the uh, closure it deserved. That was supposed to be, supposed <laughs> to be a trilogy. Never even got the second one. Yeah, I mean, like say, came we talked about earlier. That's yes. like a, I mean, yeah, because that ended on a, a big cliffhanger. Like that ended on like Raziel. Uh, no, no one gives a shit. I'm not going to get into that. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that ended on a on a massive cliffhanger that was then suggesting there was going to be like a whole other load of shit going on. And and even the yeah. so uh, Legacy Kane Dead Son, uh, the one I mentioned, that I, uh, from what I've heard, that wasn't actually going to follow on the the main story in any way. Anyway, so that's weird. Um, but, Devil's Third. Yeah, mate. What even? I never even got to the end of that. I got to the end of it. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you, Sean, I, I don't mean, remember. We mentioned the it before. We mentioned it again. Prince of Persia, yeah. massive reboot, big single player, um, set piece heavy experience. What um, was the what was the hook on the story for that? What do you mean? Like, what what period was it set? Well, it's sort of not really in. I don't it's know. Fancy again, isn't it? Yeah, it's like I mean, it's set in Persia, yeah. but it's yeah. Other than that, it's incredibly vague. Olden uh, times, okay. when that was set. Yeah, olden ye times, olden, olden times. times yeah, sure. I like. I love to see like where the Assassin's Creed story goes next. That's what I want, and it's a shame they should bring that back. The the overarching sort of modern day stuff. No, I'm taking a piss, okay. Sean. How did you not pick up? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Some pe- a lot of people really like that stuff, Dave. You never know. Yeah, they, but I, I, just, the, the all these was... people are just walking around like like they're normal in real life, and you never know. Yeah, it's like Brexit yeah, like, voters. The, the, the yeah, but they're walking around just... normal in real life, but putting their hands on strangers <laughs> as they pass them. <laughs> The, 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 modern, the modern era was always a bit I found most interesting. I, mean, I hadn't even played them enough, but I was like, okay, well, that's an interesting idea, but haven't they just sort of just stopped doing that stuff these days? Yeah. I mean, none of us know we don't play the games, and I was taking I'm, the piss I'm pretty sure definitely going to be another Assassin's Creed. Certainly, certainly, it, certainly by Black Flag, they basically binned that stuff. Um, yeah, and yeah. it's just so weird, because obviously, you know, the conversation for like the first three or four Assassin's Creed games was always like, oh yeah, because you, you, know, you always play as this guy in like modern day, and obviously the whole thing is that as he's remembering all these things that his ancestor did, he's like picking up all the, the assassin techers, uh, and then surely they're going to do a modern day one, and then they just never... <laughs> she's like yeah, techers, techers mate. So, yeah, what's in the football that? now? <laughs> he's playing football, he's playing FIFA. But he's playing FIFA. And yeah, everyone was like, surely this is going to culminate in like one set in modern day, and it's just never... Yeah. Fully modern day. And then, and then it, it, Desmond ended up fucking well, dead, didn't he? Spoilers. They did... They did start doing, like, in the games, they did start doing more stuff that was, like, in modern world stuff, but yeah. they never went very far with it at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. It was always, like, very, very wasn't limited. It, wasn't the rumour that at one point it was just going to be watchdogs? Like, <laughs> you walk out of the office. Well, yeah, apparently it's the same, same universe, but. Mm. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, that's it for emails. 
tweet. Matt, um, tweet. It's computer keep all of your tweets. Andy Godwin, if you were Sony, what would you do to PlayStation Plus to counter the awesome Xbox Ultimate Game Pass, particularly with Next Gen in mind? Uh, bonus question, would Nintendo do something similar for the Switch crowd? I mean, I guess the always answer for me is the PlayStation Plus, I mean, I don't really care about it anymore, but, you know, just integrate PlayStation Now with... Mm whatever well with with ps plus as in the subscription rather yeah. than like the playstation plus like free games per month yeah so that's they just absolutely that. do that well, and just, just yeah. free games and put no new good yeah, exclusives on it microsoft that's does. the main thing it's like that's what not what microsoft does though is it it's microsoft you've got the choice yeah and technically you got the choice for playstation as well so it's not like if if sony turned around and said we're copying microsoft you get playstation now and PS Plus for this price, I wouldn't be interested. I'd still just pay for my PS Plus. But surely, surely the, yeah, the main that, difference is that Game there? Pass has actually, like, actually has new exclusive stuff launches in it. games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. yeah. yeah. I mean, like, Sony would never do that. Like, if, if Sony were just like, oh, by the, the way, the next Naughty Dog and From Software game is going to be on PS Now. Yeah, you'd yeah. be interested, <laughs> but they're they're never going to do that no. unless they have no. a horrendous PS5 launch. Yeah, like unless <laughs> unless it goes really badly, yeah. they're not going to do that because they don't. They've said they don't. I think they, 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 don't I think they might reg- end up regretting that yep. though. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, uh, I mean, in terms of Nintendo, I mean, Nintendo really don't like devaluing things, so I don't think we'll ever see no, something like don't. this. I think that basically what we've got now with the, you know the online sub getting you the retro stuff. It's about as generous as, as they're going to get. get. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. not going to get And I that. also think that they like the idea of having xCloud on that Switch, yeah. which was the rumours when it was first yeah, announced. Yeah, yeah. And I think that is benef- I think that benefits them a hell yep. of a lot. For sure. The thing with hey, Sony... you want to play all your Xbox games on on the move? Yeah. Like, do you actually see that then... happening, though? That was obviously a rumour, but... Yes, I do. You do? I do see that happening. I do. It would be amazing. I don't think they're in competition in terms of the games that Microsoft develop and sell. Um, and I think they are offering a console where you can play high-end, good-looking Xbox games, I mean, as well th- this as sounds like a the bet. wicked Mario stuff. Does does sound See, a bit I'm like not, I'm work out a time scale. <laughs> I'm still not convinced it's going to happen. Like not anytime soon, anyway. Not in the next couple no, of years. No, I don't years. think it'd be anytime soon. But I'd be surprised. But do you, if... you think it will happen someday? I think so. Yeah. And yeah. you don't, James? I do. I'm not sure. I, I'm I'm really not sure because. I don't know, because you see, the thing is, I, I would have thought that it was probably more likely when Nintendo weren't doing very well, but now they're doing quite well, and I, I don't see why they feel they need to do this. Yeah. And it's it's like putting it on there, you are still taking people away from buying games on your platform. Mm-hmm. It's... I think that's a fair comment, yeah. I think that's fair. But they could also be um, saying making 30% of every subscription. Exactly. Yeah, yeah every sub that's been activated on If they, do, if on they that. do a deal with, with Microsoft like that, then maybe, yeah, but you know, it depends what they do. I think they could both. I think it'd be a good idea if they did. Mm-hmm. I think they could both earn a lot of well, money out of it. It'd be good also for next generation if Nintendo are not very keen on releasing like new Switch hardware. They don't need to, do they? With this, in that case, because they could just if it's streaming through through an app or whatever, like the more high. It'd be very stuff. confused messaging, though. Very confused. So I, I, What's that? I don't see it happening because it because yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't see it happening. I think it'd be too too confusing as a message. Yes, I mean like what, it's awesome. What, that we've what's got, like, confusing? Well, because like, what? How much will they really promote this service? How much will, will Microsoft really promote the service? Given it's on like a rival platform, it's like it's not. But that, 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 as I said, Microsoft seem less and less interested about selling hardware. Mm. They do, but so, like the promotion uh, I mean, aspect. Um, Nintendo, like... Nintendo wouldn't promote it. Microsoft would be promoting it, but mm. they'd be promoting it available on Switch. 
Like the, and Nintendo then get the benefit of you know more advertising for their console, but Microsoft seem less and less interested about selling their consoles. And uh, when we were talking about you know where they're going with with XCloud and stuff, that just plays into it. I think yeah, it I, works for both. I of them. completely agree with you though, because I think for them it's all about it's all about software and services. That's all they care about. And yeah. you know, it, and, and Nintendo are very hard hardware based, and mm. they've you know the Nintendo have got Nintendo games, and that is not to be yeah. you know you can't turn your nose up at that shit. But I think with XCloud working on phones, I think they might have like gone around that now, and they they, they can just promote still the a service bit of a pain on whatever though, platform you own. It? It's still a bit of a pain in the ass because you need one of them fucking claws to you know to like comfortably sit holding a controller and the phone. Whereas yeah, phone screens are not like exactly perfect for playing games yeah. on. What well, were um, able to counter that? Those claw things are eight quid, and phone screens are way better than a Switch screen. And the, the Switch is low. I know the higher yeah. res, the s- but they're smaller. They, they're high res, but they're smaller. They they come in these thin, you know, things. You get notifications when you when someone rings you. Yeah. Like it, it, you have to, it stops your game. Mm. It's, it's not the awesome experience. The notch. But- yeah, <laughs> the, the fucking notch <laughs> on most of these motherfuckers. Um, I'd rather have the dedicated gaming device. Like, I mean, if say right, for example, say XCloud was on the Switch. Yep. Yeah, forgetting the Wi-Fi issues and connection stuff. Right, what would you prefer to play it on your Switch or your phone? Oh yeah, I mean, I mean obviously Switch. Yeah, obviously. Well, that's what I'm saying. So it's, I, th- I, I don't know. I think it could work out. I, d- I really do. I really do like the pairing between. I mean, we've said it for ages. I wish that they would pair up. Yeah. Like two of these, like one where either Sony and Nintendo or Microsoft and Nintendo, because it does feel. Yes, they are in competition to some respect, but it does feel that if they if they merged or some shit, then fuck me. Imagine that. Mm. That wouldn't be good though. I wouldn't like that. Because it's like no, it's... I wouldn't like it. No, I, I I wouldn't like it. But this sort of halfway house idea is not a terrible idea, right? I mean, I just think it's because good that's... when you've got like a bunch of companies, because then it's like more competition and it, and it should get better. I mean, we got Game Pass because of the fact that Microsoft fucked up really badly. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So yeah. Right. you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 I just kind of think this sort of halfway house of Nintendo allowing the streaming service on their hardware. And owning a console that I can switch between the quality of Nintendo games that feel so different from everything mm. else, and then switching over to playing on the X Cloud on the, on that same console is fucking exciting. Yeah, and it's so. like you say, like if if Nintendo is sitting there saying, "Well, we we don't want to have to build a streaming platform," Microsoft is saying, "Well, we don't want to have to build a, a portable gaming device." Then surely neither of them are losing by by teaming up. Match made so, in yeah. heaven. It's definitely not going to happen now. We've all no, yeah, we've picked it up too uh... much. Never mind. <laughs> with regards to the question itself, like what could you know place? What will Sony do? I mean, they're, they're not going to say every first party title is here on day one on PlayStation now. But um, yeah, there are, maybe like a halfway house of that would be they say, okay, we are there will be a exclusive game that that one of our studios, one of our main studios has developed and it's going to be out on PlayStation now first or... Yeah, only. that would yeah, help. Yeah, like... That would help. They, they, they could do that. I don't, I'm not sure who, but... Yeah. That's kind of what you're saying, though. Like, I mean, yeah, exclusive games that launch on that service is yeah. an appeal. Yeah. Yeah. Whether they put all of their games on, like Microsoft do or not, obviously they're going to be behind in that regard. But well, I mean, they've started doing, like, older stuff they've put on there. Like, they put God of War on there and, yeah, like, a bunch GTA. of other stuff. 
And, uh, you know, but it, again, that's not even like permanent either. They're all just like, oh, that's going to be on there for a bit. And then, mm. you, but game, it's a 2018 game. But Game Pass is like that, though, as well, isn't it? Like, they take stuff off there as well. They do, yeah. I, I imagine the Microsoft stuff's probably not going anywhere, is it? That will always no. be on yeah. there. Nah. I think, yeah. Um, Futile Exercise at Futile Exercise on Twitter. Other than the usual increase in visuals, what would you like to be improved in games for the next generation? Looks like loading speed will be one. Now, like this question, we thought I think we've had it before, but my, what I wanted to talk about is the fact that when I think about what do I want for the next generation, it's like yes, faster, you know, better graphics, etc. And I'm like, are we getting to the point like mobile phones where it's just going to be iterative? Obviously, innovations will happen. Things we have we can't see coming, and we're like, how do we live without this? You know, when it when it eventually happens. But I don't know. It feels like I can't think of many more things. Like, okay, what do you want a new iPhone? Well, better camera, better battery, you know, better screen. It's like, I, we have consoles. Maybe there's so many things that we just can't see coming in the future that will be incredible. But innovations I mean, who would have thought? But right now, it's just who would faster, better graphics. Who would have thought that the games cut like? People were saying, oh, this generation just feels like a slightly better last generation. Look at the games we were playing back then. Look at the games we're playing now. It's totally mm. different. It's totally different. You look at the Fortnites and, you know, the, the games of a service stuff has been the biggest revolution of this generation. Yeah, but and they're it not, is, but it's they're changed not, the game in a, in a big way. That's true, but they're not. that's not as a result of, like, hardware or anything like that, is it? That's just... Yeah, they could no, have but, no, anyway. It doesn't necessarily need to be. Well, I don't know. It's a result of, of internet maturity. It's like internet services being what they are yeah. and and games have sort of evolved alongside that. I mean, they could probably yeah, get not, Fortnite I, I, running I, I, on a 360. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, you know. That's fine, but that's the way that the... Um, the generation has evolved, though, right? Like, you can't say, ah, oh, that doesn't count because you could have done that on the last gen. Well, no, I, I think, I, no, I because what you're saying there is you're saying, like, okay, you get, like, increasing visuals and, like, what... He says, what would you like to be improved in games with this next generation? What has been improved since the last generation? Like, we've had games as a service. That's been a thing. Is that an improvement? I was going to say, arguably not an improvement, but yeah. Because I'm not saying that <laughs> is an improvement, yeah. Um, What's been an improvement? <gasps> what's been the biggest improvement? I mean... Well, I've, there are probably a lot of things we can't see. I mean, like, every time there's a new generation, they say, well, you know what? The visuals are amazing now. We don't need to improve them. What we're now going to improve upon is AI and systems. Yeah. But, you know, that happens. But then also, like, they do improve the graphics and we still have, like, frame drops we might have had two or three generations ago because they are still trying to push that stuff. But, you know, Amazon, no, this, this is a generation where they really are just going to focus on AI and do all these amazing things. I'm sure that stuff is, has been happening. Look at how complex games are and what the systems they have now compared to last generation. That's happened, but that's sort of unseen in many regards. Mm. It's been the power of the cloud as well. Has that happened? <laughs> that, that was the- yeah, I mean, because you could, you could argue, well, uh, you know, the you could play online games on the original Xbox, mm. and the, the biggest revolution of the last gen, you know, three hundred and sixty PS three was online gaming, right? I mean, I so, say- and, and that was more of, more of an evolution from the generation before. So, I'd say that the big one of the biggest changes has been this generation has been streaming, and the fact that it's been so. The fact that it is so easy to stream from most of the consoles, apart from the Switch, that's been... Yes, it has, but that hasn't affected everyone that plays games in the way that online gaming has. No, maybe not, but no, you can it's still... Affected. Yeah. There's still more... Over the past It's There's still, like... I mean, it's created, like, a lot of content has obviously come out of that, and people, even just simple stuff like sharing screenshots and all that kind of thing, that's been a big deal this generation, like, compared with before. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. The integration with social and, and streaming is, is massive. And I, I can't wait to see it being way more closely integrated because obviously this generation, it feels like it's sort of been tacked on, you know, like apps here and this and that. And yeah. But them knowing, you know, that streaming and social is key. If we baked into the system from day one, maybe the hardware will have uh, benefits related to that or but just, you know, more integration with the OS rather than tacking it on and adding bits. I mean, for me personally, the thing I want to see more than ever is way better OS from both yeah, of them. Yeah, Xbox yeah, yeah, is yeah, slow and... I mean, it, it, I mean, we've said this before, it's way, way better on the X. It, it's, it's actually usable now. But it still just doesn't feel great. I actually like the PS4. It's really, really basic, but at least it gets, gets me to where I need to go like very quickly. But also, I feel like it, they could do a lot more. Mm. Yeah. Um, I so, yeah, I setting up, setting up parties on that thing is a fucking nightmare. I do, I, what I will say, though, is that you can't underestimate getting you into games quicker. Yeah in the next gen because that's what needs to happen mm. I mean the Switch shows how suspended gaming should be done because it doesn't work like that on the PS4 and Xbox One I don't know if you guys get it where you turn your console on and you're going now when I launch this game is it gonna is it gonna be alright well, or am I gonna get so so many games online, online now what happens it's like you've logged out of servers aren't you oh yeah yeah that's, yeah logged out of servers yeah. you'll have this needs an update, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, that yeah. sort okay. of stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. a bit frustrating. The up, yeah, the updates with, thing is is definitely something that I hope they're going to improve yeah. in the next I mean, I mean, the, that's, is that not what Sony confirmed? They said, like, what, what? Sorry, in terms of updates, they said, oh, now you can download just the sections of a game you want, so just single player, just multiplayer. But yeah, I want... Oh, I mean, Apple said this few years ago... out, will it? Yeah. No, but, well, they tried to do yeah, it this gen, yeah. didn't they? But yeah. Apple said really a, few, a few years ago oh, they're going to uh, do Delta updates, which are basically just like updates small, smaller part of apps rather than you have to download like you know two gig the whole game like, a Fortnite update. That still okay. happens now, like, right. but but I would like you know much more much smaller download uh, updates rather than like okay. I mean, I've got why, why can't why can't it update and then like suspend the game, update it, and then put you right back to where you were. So when you when the update does happen while you're out, you can come back and it hasn't it's updated, but mm. you still because in the game. it might have changed like things that are currently being accessed by the game, which mining. is fine. But then surely there's a way to you know maybe there isn't, but I, like part of me just thinks, okay, remember exactly where I was, take a little short save of that, and then reboot the game and put me back in that yeah, spot. Yeah, but because like it's an extreme like, example. But what if the bit of the game you're in gets patched out? Uh, well, yeah, I've, I, mean, no, I mean, you're right, but then there's got to be what I'm saying. You is want that, it to be like safe states, ga- don't you? You know, where it's like get me into games, get me into get back into games quicker yeah. because the Switch does that brilliantly. You turn it on, you're in the game, boom. Yeah, yeah. it's like, like 15 the seconds. PS, and you're the in PS4, the game. there's there, there can sometimes be messages. I mean, Fallen Order was fucking shit for suspended gameplay. For some reason, it would just like go uh, and the loading no, as well was bad. No? As I've done it this time, that, yeah, loading was terrible. I think, but like the, uh, I, I was my heart was pounding every time I turned my <laughs> Xbox on just to see if it remembered it this time. So I, I didn't have I any problems the, with. Fallen Order. To be fair, there was there was one patch that I had to restart for, but other than that, I like I didn't close the game throughout my entire playthrough. Okay. okay. One thing I would like is more than one game being able to be suspended. That'd be cool. How good would it be? Yeah. That? Rather than like, okay, yeah. I, I can I can if if one game I'm playing, I when I played another game that has to be closed. If I can have like five or ten or as many as I want in. Yeah. I mean, I presume that'd be amazing. I presume that's impossible because it just means way too much stuff has to be held in in memory. But yeah. 
But I don't know. I mean, with you know, like uh, with with new SSDs, with new like, because uh, I'm sure using like MVNE, we'll finding whatever. new ways of doing it. Mm. I, I'm completely. sure I'm, uh, that will happen. I'm sure, and that, that would be a big innovation. That I'd love to see more games. So yeah, just like you know, when you have got apps on your phone, you know, every app is in the background still, still alive. You don't have to reopen every app. You don't have to restart it. Yeah. So that I basically want. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking back to the when uh, we genuinely did this. We had to design something in school once. And I chose to design a new controller. Mm-hmm. And, I also uh, did that. Some of those ideas, <laughs> yeah. Some of those ideas I'd like to see adopted, like the uh, the the straw that comes out the top that feeds Coca Cola <laughs> into you. Um, it, the fingerprint readers, where if someone picks it up and it's not got your fingerprints, then spikes come out the nice. side. Uh, <laughs> you know all that stuff. Get that in there. I mean, Keep the thing is, like, we, whatever we fine. suggest, and like, and obviously some of these things will happen, but. Whatever power is given to developers, they are going to lean towards putting it towards visuals, right? Because that's what yeah, gets people's that's attention. The people see. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's so funny. you know, yeah, like we'll get games that look better, but they'll still have occasionally shitty frame rates or, <laughs> or whatever, you know, because that's just yeah, that, sucks, that is just man. a choice that, that developers make. Sucks. So yeah. Yeah, I love every generation. This generation, there will be locked to 60, yeah. be 4K because we've got the power now. No, you're obviously going to still push it. That's yeah, what, gonna make that's it what they did that with a yeah. fucking Pro. Would you remember the Pro? They were like, 60 frames per second, this is the target. And you're just like, it's not though, yeah. is it? Like, I mean, I fell into it a little bit thinking, yeah, fuck, yeah, a console that can just like, there's no more frame dropping. And yeah, well, and now happen. we've got games that are like run okay on the Pro, but like barely run on the original PS4, which is what we were guaranteed would never happen. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I really yeah. think the SSD thing is going to make a big difference when this happens. I think it's going to be great for yeah, speed. But for then things. you can imagine me being a. Yeah, sometime PC gamer. It's not. It's like, yeah, I've had an SSD for years. It's not. It's not that exciting. Yeah, it's true. But, mm-hmm. It was that was mind blowing though when I added an SSD to my. Oh God, yeah, yeah, it was. It was so fucking yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. I remember taking it into my office. As a guy's also got a MacBook, and um, and I pressed the on button, and it he was just like what, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no, you just press it on, it goes, and then the login yeah. screen comes up. <laughs> Yeah, the amazing How thing about that, that? it's like yes, like so. I I put an SSD in my MacBook like years ago, and it was like, oh wow, it's so good because it boots up in like five seconds. But I realised I never turn this machine on, so I really <laughs> see the benefit. But obviously, with console, you will see the benefit every day because you are constantly turning it on and off. So yeah. that would argue make a much bigger impact on consoles than it has done on PCs because mm. how often do you really turn laptops off? Mm. Anyway, no, also tap with Coca Cola or that yeah, and spikes, <laughs> spikes. <laughs> Um, Samuel at Samant Smith on Twitter looking to get my daughter a switch and a lot of places are also giving away a Labo set which Labo set would you recommend for a 7 year old variety the first one right yeah yeah I'd probably yeah, yeah, that yeah, one totally. yeah love yeah. it they'll love it Sweet. Uh, it, 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 don't expect to be playing it a month after you've bought it right just come to terms with that mm. fact putting it together is fucking brilliant and you play with it for a little bit really enjoy it for what it is and then that's it that's that's the experience you'll get with Labo, but you know if you go into it knowing that, like Joe's kind of like Joe. We chucked the cardboard out recently, mm. and Joe was like, "Oh, we paid, you know, seventy quid for this," and I'm like, "Yeah, but we paid more for some of the plastic shit Harry's got <laughs> in his bedroom that he spent five minutes yeah. on." You know what I mean? It's it, it yeah, with thirty quid, I, I think it's well worth it. I've still got that robot to build. 
It's got to happen one day. Fucking hell, James! Happy birthday! I've got I've got that, and I've also got the I've got the driving one as well. Never opened it because that was on sale one time for like twenty five quid. Was it? And, um, uh, in hindsight, what what are your views on all the the VR stuff I did? It's all right. It's not great though. <laughs> it's uh, I'm not sure it was worth bothering, but you know. Yeah. Also, James is um is Rachel still enjoying Just Dance? She is. Oh man, she had a, she had a sleepover this weekend. And they, her and three Sleep other home. girls, it was a nightmare. Uh, they, they like did dancing for about four hours. I think they were just like dancing to it. It was, yeah, they were loving it. It was oh, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I've only got it for LED for Christmas. So I think she'll love it. It's also got Frozen yeah. Two song, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah uh, that, that's just come out as well. Yeah. it was. It wasn't when we first got it. It wasn't there, but now it is. So yeah. Oh, cool. And you're playing on Switch, right? And it works. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. Switch. Okay. Uh, MD Kubuffs has the AAA has the AAA that is uh, online multiplayer game <laughs> had its day. <laughs> I'm just thinking like batteries. It has a AAA on the multiplayer game had its day. Have the handful of free to play titles. Wait, 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 wait. You were just thinking batteries. You don't call. You still call them AAA batteries. AAA batteries. No, do you? I don't. But I was just waiting. I'm very but tired. I do, you see, I would say AAA, but then I would say AA rather than AA. No, I say AA. It's uh, actually AA fewer syllables if you just say AA. I was, I was a AA. Yeah, yeah no, but <laughs> you sound like a weirdo. <laughs> AA batteries. Yeah, Have you got any AA batteries? Yeah. Do you know, I'm no, kind of with Sean on this. I probably would say AA batteries, but I wouldn't say... Yeah. And then I'd probably say AAA for like the, <laughs> yeah, the other one. Double yeah. A, AAA. No, I'd never say AA batteries. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got any AA batteries? <laughs> well, to be fair, why do you need to ask? Just go where the batteries are. I mean, if you want to be really cool, you can call them LR6s or whatever AAAs are called. I wouldn't do that, Sean. Don't sound, don't sound <laughs> well cool. That, that like, does not sound do you mean cool. AA or AAA? <laughs> anyway, has the AAA online multiplayer game had its day? Have the handful of pre-to-play titles stolen in their lunch? I mean, I saw that. I saw this email and I went, nope. There's still going to be... And then I was like, when was the last one? Um, but, but this AAA be online multiplayer. Me and like my habits have changed. I mean... Obviously, Halo will come and it'll be great and stuff. But I mean, Call of Duty came out and did all right, didn't it? Yeah, it's meant to be brilliant yeah. as well. Yeah. So, on in that regard, yeah. But well, speaking personally, you don't when hear, was the last triple? You don't hear the buzz, do you? Quite so much nowadays, like with stuff. That might like just this. be well, us, though. We're older. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, gonna that, say, yeah, it might yeah, be us. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure it's us. But, but um, free to play, big free to play games like Fortnite and uh, I guess like Warframe stuff. They're gonna. More people were talking about them because more people were playing them because they're free. Mm. Um, obviously, things like M6 Siege and Black Ops 4 and other ones have their audiences, but it doesn't feel like, okay, here's a massive new uh, AAA online multiplayer game. Everyone moves from one to the other, one to the next. It feels mm. like with games like Destiny and Fortnite, it's just it's a much longer thing now, isn't it? So yeah, it's harder for to move from one to the much other. Time, yeah, and yeah. games of service, you like they, they sort of make you they you basically want to stay with one. You can't really play you know many of them, so it's not like okay, we we'll go to this game, then that game, this game. Now it's a, this is my game, and I play Destiny or mm. I play Fortnite. Mm-hmm. So it's very different these what, days. I've, I've got some breaking news, actually. Oh, oh shit. Along, okay, here we go. I'm along, along, the, along the lines of, of this. Uh, okay, so Battleborn is going offline forever in January 2021. Yeah, to be fair. Yeah, amazing that it persisted. But yeah, Jesus. That's a shame what happened to Battleborn. Is it? Did you play I it? I played the beta. It was fucking rubbish. But... <laughs> <laughs> but it could have been so good. It, it could have been good. You know, Overwatch, but with a you know co-op campaign as well. 
what's not to like apart from all the stuff that was wrong with it um but you know on paper <laughs> that that could have been fine um it's a shame <laughs> you're right yeah. though i just looked at like the first comment just says i honestly thought this had been shut down well over a year ago <laughs> 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 but it's not going yeah, online until 2021 right comment. i mean that's ages Oh, I yeah. thought it was this. Sorry, this January. So next. No, no, no it's, right, okay. yeah, next one. Oh, right. Okay. Well, that's yeah, fair enough. Wow. Plenty of warning, I guess. That's weird. We get a few games in before it goes. You've got all next year. Is that like when I threaten that I'm going to stop the show if we don't get enough pages? <laughs> 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 okay. Next. Next tweet. Hey, okay. Um, sick squid at sick squid underscore games uh, esteemed cultural critics given Captain Toss's professional background and sound what is a game that each of you remember blowing you away in terms of sound design oh god Battlefield but then that, yeah. that also yeah, fucking incredible coincided with me getting my first sort of surround sound a pair of headphones nice but I think yeah. even before that like you know the sound of Battlefield was always amazing but yeah. getting my first set of decent like headphones was like a game changer really yeah. James what are you doing and um, about James about what I'm just fucking around. It's just highlighting yeah. the question in the. Do- I'm, I'm really yeah. anxious. You're going to delete it, even no, though it's the I one was we're reading out with now. your idea, but <laughs> you've already read it, so I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Again, can we get a non-editing? Can we put him on non-editing? Yeah, I'm going to have to change his permissions. This is insane. It's a fucking nightmare every week. Uh, read only, James. Read only, Farley. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Bat- Battlefield is the best answer. Battlefront, the f- the the first one on the new gen consoles. Mm-hmm. Battlefront two, was it? The what? Wait, Battle Battlefront, the Star Wars one. Yeah, 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 yeah the yeah. Star Wars yeah. one. The first time yeah, I played that, I was like, I wasn't even into Star Wars at the time, but I was like, wow, this just sounds fucking yeah, cool. Man. You know, with the music and the pew 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 and all that sort <laughs> of stuff. <laughs> Ooh, I'm your dad. All that <laughs> shit <laughs> was fucking quote. great. Um, yeah, yeah, Battlefield has is, is always been a, a major one. I think, yeah, so when I really sort of got into it around Bad Company and Bad Company 2, like just the fact that you, like, you can be running around and the sound of bullets hitting things nearby, you're like, right, someone's shooting at me with like this weapon or this weapon. Yeah, yeah. Like you just instinctively tell It was tell that them. clack sound for yeah. me. It was the clack sound when someone's shooting from you from the oh, yeah. other side of a river and you hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck this, man. This is horrible. Um, i tell you what is really bad for sound. I've uh, been playing FIFA again mm-hmm. this week, um, mainly because of we're, there's a bunch of us that want to play pro clubs, mm-hmm. which is still brilliant, by the way. As shit as that game is, like it's still really good fun for like five mates getting together and controlling the same team. Yeah. You know, it's great. Um, the sound on that is fucking awful. Really? Like w- when you listen through yeah. headphones, you can really hear how it stitches the crowd together, right. like in a really obviously bad way, and um and it's really glitchy as well. Like there's all sorts of weird sound glitches in that. I'm um, you'd only really notice it with headphones. I'm on. always impressed. Yeah, but you also oh god, sorry. You get to hear about Alan McAnally like every five seconds about what <laughs> he's 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 everywhere, isn't he? I was playing one game. Alan McAnally was in 14 different stadiums. Yeah. <laughs> now we're going over to Manchester. <laughs> Alan McAnally, what's the score? It's 2-1. Alan McAnally's in Southampton. Yeah. What was it? <laughs> Alan McAnally, how are you getting all over the place, mate? 
Um, I'm always fascinated by car sounds. Sorry, Matt, can we call this one just the title of the show, Alan McAnally? Please please do that, because that'd be great. I was going to call it Streamcast, but I'll find Alan McAnally is. No. Uh, Alan McAnally. Uh, Car sounds are fascinating to me because they're really difficult to get right, um, but a lot of developers do a really good job of it. Pretty much everything Codemasters have put out, for example, um, really nicely done. Because it's not just a case of like engine sound pitching up and down right there's all sorts of weird complicated stuff going on like depending on um you know like changing gears and stuff um like you know so if the player yeah, yeah, suddenly yeah. hits the brake um pedal or whatever um like you know a lot of games now have like separate brake noises put in which there's a really interesting thing um there's a podcast a podcast called Twenty Thousand hertz which is all about sound design and stuff they recently did an episode about uh, car noises and they talk to a guy who does recordings for films and, and games and stuff and he just talks about how electric cars have been amazing because you can now put microphones like in all different bits of a car because the engine isn't really making any noise anymore <laughs> he's like so, he's right, like, so yeah, i can yeah, get yeah. braking sounds that i never used to be able to get before and yeah i, I just i find that it stuff could... like that like, it's just fascinating how sort of granular it is and how many little component parts there are making that stuff up it could be more realistic though yeah don't you think? Like, there's room for improvement. Yeah, like, you know, Harry just like asking me questions <laughs> throughout. Um, Joe talking about her friend and what she's up to as I'm coming up to a really complicated <laughs> junction. Um, <laughs> people calling me a wanker as I have to change lanes at last. Minute. I'd love it. Yeah, so there's a game uh, where like you know GTA. Every time someone cuts you up, your character just goes fuck it. All right, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at this twat! Look at this twat! Joe, look at this twat. Look, fucking hell. Jesus. Awful. <laughs> you can't let it go, can you? You've already passed them. They've turned off, but you're still going, fucking what an idiot. Like, <laughs> just... <laughs> oh, sorry, go on. Uh, Six Feet also mentions uh, which of these Destiny recipes will be featured on Bill's Kitchen because there is now an official Destiny cookbook well, about 2020. It's not, yeah, it's not out until August 2020. Which yeah, August is 2020, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, interesting. Um, I suppose, I mean, assuming Bell's Kitchen is still going at that point, I'll probably have to get it, don't I? Um, and, but I don't really understand, like, to me, Destiny doesn't really have... Like a culinary, no, it's not like Monster Hunter, is it? Yeah. Where the food looks gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, and it's a whole thing in Monster Hunter. Like you, you, you know, you're barbecuing the meat and stuff, and it's like an actual item that you use. Whereas Destiny, you go, nah, don't you give a shit. Um, but yeah, that'll be interesting, I guess. Twenty-seven quid. Bargain. Twenty-seven <laughs> quid by the game for that. And that's it for questions. Thank you for your tweets. It's at Computer Game Pod again. If you want to tweet as a question. Wow, what a show, Matt socials yeah it's a, it's a busy one for streams uh, so Friday James is streaming Night Trap is going to get it finished with the help of a guy that's Friday for 9 <laughs> uh, are you streaming on Saturday Dave I don't know <laughs> uh, <I'll>, uh, <laughs> Matt gets so I like, uh, you must hate this I, I genuinely can't commit to a date I'm just I'm at that stage in my life I genuinely can't commit to a date so I'll chuck a tweet up okay, hopefully well, on the day. Well, David will stream at some point. I'm back Sunday for Sekiro Sunday. Sek- Sekiro Sunday is that Sunday from half past eight. And Tuesday, uh, it's uh, Sean back on Twitch yeah, with mate. a change to his previous series. It's Slayed by the Bell, <laughs> Tuesday at 9pm. You should be excited. We've always seen some graphics. We've seen some stuff. I'm very. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm pumped. That's Sean Bell, Mince Pies, Christmas Games, Slayed by Are the Bell. Are you going to do the game I suggested? Yes, mate. 
Got to download it. Can't wait. I can't wait I've, to see. I've, <laughs> so I told uh, a friend of the show, Cami Toman, about it, and he because he's a he's a bit of a speedrunner. He went and looked it up, and all he all he will tell me is that I will have a lot of fun playing it on streams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sean, if you want to advise on speedrunning, mm? you could talk to me. I'm 14th in the world now, kid. Oh, yeah, that's a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a uh, you know, it's a bit of fun. Yeah, so Friday. Potentially Saturday, Sunday and Tuesday, you've got streams all week for, with us lot. Um, if you've got Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime, and we really appreciate uh, if you come over, over to our account and give us a free sub, because uh, they've, they've, they've been going down recently. We know you're out there. So if, if you've got Amazon Prime, please think about connecting your accounts and give stop. us that free sub. We really appreciate it. Obviously on Patreon, patreon.com slash TCGS, you get exclusive monthly podcasts, us talking over old um, uh, conferences. We've done Konami recently. Uh, well, that's out in well, that's been out in November. That was uh, an amazing conference to <laughs> to watch because <for> <laughs> I don't, I basically have very little memory of that, but it was it was absolutely insane. Yeah, uh, we did Ubisoft the month before. We've got other lot of things we talked over as well. We're having a look at them, and um, yeah, the website for everything else that's thecomputergameshow dot com. Do you um? <laughs> James has just texted me the word horn. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we'd take that joke as far as we can, but um, I, uh, I, it, do you know what? Make a great gift if you if you know a Star Wars fan, buy them a Star Calls T-shirt from our <laughs> website, and then when they open it, and go, oh, that's great, but it says Star Calls <laughs> instead of Star Wars. They'll go, yeah, listen to this podcast, and then when you see them on New Year's, they'll go. Thank you so much. And they'll be in that Starkles T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, they'll be like, they were, that was the real present, wasn't it? And then you'll be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. But the T-shirts are bonus. Yeah, it would make a great um, Secret Santa gift, would it not? It certainly would. Because, because especially um, with Secret Santa, one, you don't know who's got it for you. that or James's face. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, even better. Get the one with James on it. But yeah, I mean, I'll, well, James' face, sure, but like, of Secret Santa, you don't know who's got it for you. And also you're like, what, Stark? This is like Star Wars, but what's what is this? And then they have to do their own research. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, if you if you're giving it as a you don't have to do this, obviously, but if you're giving it as a gift to someone, what's like from our store, please film them opening it <laughs> just to see what they like, what the reaction's going to be. Especially if you're buying it for someone that that like doesn't know the show. If you're buying a picture of James's T-shirt. That's- <laughs> It's a shame everyone in my in my office knows about my podcast because I would love to do that, but it's I can't do it now. <laughs> shame, shame. All right, okay. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for living it. Um, have a great week. We love you. Goodbye. Ta-ra. Goodbye. Ta-ra again. I'm John Brown. Alan McAnally. Alan McAnally.